At the beginning of this journey, I asked the question of what does it mean to find out who you really are. I said there's no better way to discover yourself than through an epic journey. And here we are, at the end of a truly epic journey. Have Jeff and Ryan found out who they really are? Well, I'd say, looking at the evidence, they at the very least learned some truths about themselves. Some of those truths were bitter pills. But others were life-affirming. Consider the simple fact that two friends went to a cabin for a week, a whole week, and left it not only not wanting to kill each other, but better friends than ever. No one can be sure if a friendship would survive that. And they learned that theirs can. But yes, it also turns out, by defeating Emerald Weapon, they've revealed that they're more dedicated to finishing something meaningless than they ever thought possible. But I feel like there's a positive spin on that, too. Isn't that the same dedication that allowed them to spend a full year of their lives finishing editing this season? The truth that was revealed was a kind of psychotic determination that they're both capable of. It's a level of grit that they didn't know was inside them. And I have a feeling that is a truth they will never forget. Some difficulty will come months, maybe years down the line, and one will say to the other simply, well, it isn't as bad as Emerald Weapon. They know that they have what it takes to grind out a second W summon. Even Haley learned a bit about who she was, which is a dog that really, really loves sloppy joes and barking at people who walk by the patio. Also, she's pretty good at catching flies. But the job of finding out who you really are is never over. It's a constant, ongoing process. Going on an epic adventure filled with hardships will bring some truths to the surface that you might otherwise never see. But it doesn't reveal them all. This is just one foothill or stretch of the journey towards the top of Final Fantasy Mountain. There's tangible growth that was seen here. But there's more about Jeff and Ryan for them to discover. But the fact that we are never done discovering ourselves makes it one of the reasons to be alive. Because life is no fun without an ultimate goal that can never truly be attained. I mean, can they even really play every Final Fantasy game? Does anyone even know how many there are? Does Brave Exvius count? It's taken them a full year just to do one entry in this series. And so, as this chapter of their journey comes to a close, their struggle does continue. But isn't it the struggle that makes us human? It's the struggle that makes us feel alive. It's the struggle that makes us get out of bed every day to go on a new adventure and learn a little bit more about who we really are. Welcome to No One Can Know About This, a podcast where we play every Final Fantasy. I'm Jeff Ekman. And I'm Ryan Kazmiski. And here we go, season four, episode 47, the season finale. We're, we're doing it. We're, we're going to finally finish off the weapons. This is the end of season four. And then we are going to go beat up Sephiroth, and then we'll be free. This has been by far the largest project I've ever even considered taking on. Oh. Never mind, I'm at the end of and completing. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. It's been a long time coming to get to this point. It's been a long journey to get here. It was a long time ago that we were at this point. Well, let me just say about that. When was this? Well, that at that point, we had started the game in mid to late October. Let me actually look up like when we were at the cabin. So we were at the cabin from October 20th to October 26th. 
and we wound up finishing the game at some point in early November. Mm -hmm. But right now, when we're recording this voiceover, it's October 7th, a a year later. (laughs) And we're not going to be done refining this last batch of episodes for at least a couple more weeks. So I think we're literally going to line up. be like a full one-year cycle. We will probably finish, like, the, the final touches on this episode around the time, probably on... October 20th. It is really crazy to think that by hitting, like, play on this game, we started, like, a process that took us through an entire year. Yeah. Like... And the airing is, like, we started in March, and I think this will be airing (laughs) in February. Oh, man. Final Fantasy VII is a a big game. It is enormous. Uh, We'll go over some more of the stats on the season at the end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're bogging it down. We should play the fucking game. Well, because last week, we beat Emerald Weapon. Mm -hmm. And geez, that took so fucking long. It really did. It took so long that we're going to now go see that cutscene that we've been holding on to mm-hmm. as like a, a lifeline of interesting thing. Yeah. And then we're going to end the night. Yeah, we don't even go try Ruby Weapon. We're like, I remember the idea of figuring out another super boss was so exhausting. I was like, <laughs> if this is any different from fighting Emerald Weapon, I don't even want to think about it. Right Seriously. Now. We're going to go see the cutscene. We're going to end the night. We're going to come back. I can't even remember the next day, a couple days later, something like that. Mm-hmm. We beat Ruby Weapon, and then we're going to finish this game. And I re- yeah, because of how long it takes to grind up to beat the weapons, the end is so, like, Sudden. without fanfare. Like, we're just, we're about to just roll into the end and just finish it. I do find it amazing <laughs> that the last four episodes, five really, maybe even more, is just Emerald Weapon. Like, mm-hmm. we finished Battle Square like six episodes ago. Man. And then it's just discovering what we need to do for this. And then once we get there, we manage to do the cutscene, Ruby Weapon, and the finale all in one episode. Yep. So let's get going on it. You guys have been waiting a fucking year for this shit. <laughs> and the last couple of months have been torture for everybody. <laughs> So let's go yeah. get back can, into what the we can new shit in this game. Finish this game, yeah. Move on to something else. Let's do it. Enough already. Mm-hmm. Is that come? Yeah. Oh my god! What a fucking oh, ordeal. Oh yeah. First things first. We got to go back to the calm traveler and get our reward for beating Emerald Weapon. Mm-hmm. Hey, dude. You fucking asshole. I did it. You're no, not- it's the Earth Harp. Want to trade for some Master Materia? You don't have it, like, You're oh my god, you either. beat that I'll fucking thing? I'll give you all thing? three of them. Holy shit. It's a three-piece Master Materia set, and it's all yours. Still in their packaging and everything. Who is this guy? Congratulations, and also there's one more. Yeah, Desert Rose. That's his last thing. The lack of fanfare and excitement that this guy has that the fucking Emerald Weapon is dead is really unbelievable to well, me. Well, it's almost like he didn't know that we had to beat Emerald Weapon to get <laughs> yeah. it, you know? He just knows what he the item is. like, oh, you he got pr- the Earth Yeah. Oh, cool. But on top of that, like, so our reward is Master Materia, which is, like, Materia that contains all of the Materia. Right. You know, so, like, a green one has, like, all of the destruction magic or whatever. And the red one has every summon ever, which yeah. we don't even realize that means that we could have seen Bahamut Zero. I know, but... But it's like, this guy's just walking around with this. He's an old man <laughs> on a journey. Yeah, I mean, well, like... 
This is the most powerful I, shit in the entire world I, that he uh, had in his pocket. Yeah, my new number one thing I want in the, the remake when we eventually get to Calm in mm-hmm. Game 3 or whatever mm-hmm. is I want the Calm Traveler to be like an integral part. I want him to like take over the game. Like, this is the story of the Calm Traveler. Oh. Wow. I feel like an enormous weight has been lifted Me off too. my chest. Oh. oh my god, we're out of the water. That was an underwater nightmare. Like, the fact that both things that we were doing, like, we were leveling underwater and then killing it underwater. No more underwater. No more underwater. Oh. Oh my god. Whoa. Okay, so here's my pitch. Let's reward ourselves with that fucking cutscene. Yeah, let's call it a cutscene. And then we'll take on the Desert Rose the next time. Yeah, hopefully on Friday we can beat Emerald Weapon. You mean Ruby Weapon. More Ruby Weapon, We've yeah. beaten Emerald Weapon. Yeah, the red one. And then... The color of blood. The color of rubies. Of the moon. Of the moon, yeah. yeah. Where the fuck is Nibelheim Heights over here? <laughs> <laughs> I still know this fucking map. We entered the Gelnica at like 74 hours into the recordings. We're now at like 112 hours. <laughs> I just want to commemorate this moment, which is the first time in so long that we've flown anywhere on the world map other than other than like the shore next to the Gelnica or yeah. the Gelnica. God. <laughs> it's been a while, but yeah. So yeah, we've mentioned it before, but friend of the show, Bill, from the RPG Golden Years podcast, told us about this cutscene that is easily missable, which is in the basement of the Shinra Mansion in Nibelheim. Mm-hmm. And this fills in kind of like the final pieces of what happened after the incident. Mm-hmm. Do we need to remind people what the incident is? I mean, honestly, maybe, so I'll just do it really quick. <laughs> the incident is when Zack and Sephiroth and Cloud went to Nibelheim and Sephiroth freaked out and burned the town down. Right. You all remember. You must. So we're making our way through the Shinra Mansion down to the basement. Don't need to be (laughs) fucking random encounters in here. (laughs) This is so stupid. Give up, game. Just give up. Give the fuck up. Like, come on. Give the fuck up. Like, we don't have our materia set to the maximum that it could be either. No. Why isn't there a no random encounter materia? I'm surprised there isn't. Oh wait, it's happening. You just walked in and okay. fades to white. Okay. Oh shit. It's what I wanted to see. Oh my god, a story. Yeah, so in the basement of Nibelheim, which is where the forbidden library and the Mm -hmm. weird test tubes and stuff are. We found the gigantic test tubes that are like big enough to hold a person where there was like somebody had scratched into it, like let's escape at feeding time. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, we cut to a flashback of that building and see that Cloud and Zack are suspended in the tubes. Like they were the ones scratching on the glass. Oh, damn. Yeah, this is Cloud and Zack. This is them after the fucking thing. It has to be. Right after the, after the scene where, off, yeah. yeah. Hey, this is your food. I guess he must have a tray. It's feeding time. This yeah, is, we're some, seeing it. Some guy in a suit walks in, like with his <laughs> arms out, like, but he's not holding anything. Yeah, they didn't animate the item. <laughs> his hands are empty, and he's also bringing them a tray while they're in jars. Uh, maybe he just puts hooks something up to the jar to feed them. Oh, oh, Zach. Zach busted out. 
Sonic, Dark Sonic. Yeah, Zack busts out and kicks the feeder down mm-hmm. and starts getting Cloud out of the test tube. Yeah, so this is like their escape from Hojo's experiment or whatever. Which I guess that's how they survived because they were both like mortally wounded by Sephiroth right. at, at the Nibelheim incident. So Hojo must have saved them to experiment on them. Which is how Cloud got his Mako eyes, even though he's not in Soldier. Oh, he busts Cloud out. Okay. Oh, here. It goes to a black screen where we just see the dialogue and we hear birds chirping. Yeah, and Zack is, like, telling Cloud to put some clothes on. Basically, like, Zack came out of this okay, but Cloud is going to be all fucked up. Yeah, he's still in the Mako brain. Yeah, it's kind of like when he went into the live stream and became catatonic. This is, like, the first time it happened to him. Like, this keeps happening to him, apparently. Put on this. Smells a little, though. Don't complain. You look pretty good with that. Well... What Zack gave him to wear was his own soldier first class uniform. Right, which is why Cloud wakes up in the beginning of the game with his soldier first class uniform going, And I'm also why Eris would have been like, why the fuck are you wearing my boyfriend's clothes? <laughs> yep. I'm going to leave you by this lamppost. Oh, oh, sweet. So the lights come up and Zack and Cloud are literally riding in the back of a pickup truck through like Arizona. Yeah, they're like near the Grand Canyon. <laughs> like it's, it's yeah. <laughs> I guess after they escaped, they had like hitched a ride and there's just like a cool pickup driver. Right. But if you think about it, though, like if they're go- going towards Midgar, they're mm-hmm. going to have to go through Cosmo Canyon to get over the, to Costa del desert. Sol. Yeah. So that's where they are okay. right now, riding from Nibelheim. Yeah, because it's like they're surrounded by like big red rock plateaus and like yeah the mesas of, mm-hmm. of that kind of a place this is why i love this game dude yeah yo yeah. old guy we at midgar yet no you we were in the middle of the old west driving in the back of a pickup truck shut up yeah lucky i even gave you the ride they literally hitched a ride yeah. Are there highways going around I this know. game and why cars did, driving why did around? Why we have to get, like, different kinds of birds and, like, a buggy and then an airship? Why couldn't we just know. get a fucking car? Yeah, this has got to be, like, by Cosmo Canyon or something. Right? Yeah, it's fucking Monument Valley. What are you going to do once we get to Midgar? Cloud is just fucking catatonic. <laughs> this is always happening to him. Always, he's only got ellipses <laughs> to say through half this game. I know what I'm going to do. i got a place I can crash for a while. No, wait, the mother lives there, too. Told you. Yeah. Guess that's out. Is that Zach being like, oh, I can crash at my girlfriend Eris's place? Yeah, that's, yeah. Oh, but shit, uh, her mom is there, (laughs) so I guess that place is out. (laughs) Yep, gotta change my plans. I can't believe this. I'm so happy that it's the Zach story. No matter what I do, I need some money first. Hey, want to start a business? Well, what can we do? Is he an idiot? I don't know. Zach is just like monologuing to Cloud, almost doing that thing of like, do you ever just want to get in the car and drive? Yeah, you just got this. Just hey, Cloud. you're in another place. You and me. Cloud needs help. Like, Cloud needs to go see a doctor. I kind of like how chummy Zach is to Cloud. Yeah. Like, this suggests that they like hung out and shit before this. Well, they were scratching messages to each other in those test tubes. Either that or Zach is just really weird, right? He now. could be because, like, weird. if they don't have a history, this kind of well, they, their history is the event, I guess. No, but I mean, like, before that happened, like when stuff. Cloud was like working with them, they must have been on the road and shit, and just like having talking, uh, having a time. Yeah, <laughs> we're soldiers. Hey, yeah, Cloud. Think there's anything I'd be good at? Hey, old guy. What do you think I'd be good at? What are you yapping about? 
You still a young, ain't you? Zach, like, asks their Uber driver for life lessons and, like, a dream for him to have. Yeah, he's like, the future's looking real sunny for, for old Zach. <laughs> like, a fresh start. He's like, I could do anything, really. Young folks should try everything. We've tried everything. We've, we've done everything. You gotta pay your school. dues while you're young. Go out and look for what you really want. Try everything. That's easy for him to say. Doing squats, always popular. That's a popular thing. That's one of the things. One of the things that you gotta do if you're gonna do everything. Yeah, of course. I got a lot of brains and skill that other guys don't. That settles it. I'm gonna become a mercenary. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, dude. (laughs) Yeah, thanks, bud. Hey, didn't you even hear a word I said? Listen, I'm gonna become a mercenary, and that's that. Boring stuff, dangerous stuff, anything for money. Yes, yeah, so you're gonna use I'm your gonna skills. I'm gonna be rich. So, Cloud, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna forget <laughs> everything. No, wait, you got it all wrong. <laughs> yeah, this guy's like, you should be something other than a yeah, warrior. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna do something totally different. Man, this is delightful. I forgot that this game has these things. Mercenaries, Cloud. That's what you and me are gonna be. Understand, Cloud? Cloud's head has literally been, like, nodding off slowly as Zack is monologuing. I keep thinking, like, Zack, you should, like, lie him down flat or something. <laughs> like, he he can't even hold his head up, and he's, like, bumping around in a truck. This is like a Grapes of Wrath kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Lenny. We're gonna be mercenaries. Or you mean, uh... Or, um... Of Mice and Men. Of Mice and Men, Yeah, Sorry. yeah, yeah. Steinbeck. Come on, Lenny, I'll get you a new pet. Oh, shit. Somebody's following. Oh, okay. So right on the edge of Midgar, like, I guess Shinra troops catch up with us. Two blue guys and a red guy just run up to Zack and start just filling him full well, of bullets. yeah, they, like, shoot him in the back and he falls, and then they just, like, put their guns to his face. Yeah. And are just like, ga 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 And then we... Oh, shit, they're just filling him full of holes? They just fucking killed him. And this time, the bullets work better than a fucking Nerf gun, the way it works in the rest of the game. Yeah, because cutscenes are, like, real. The other part, I don't know what, how to, but yeah. And and they see Cloud on, like, total overkill on Zack. Like, over-murdered. What do you want to do with him? So then they turn to Cloud after, like, killing Zack. Right. And they're like, what about this one? Uh, uh, forget it. Just leave him. Wow. And for some reason, they're like, eh, don't bother. Well, he just seems all fucked up anyway. I guess they just assume that he's going to not make it. But I mean, after in a me, classic, they're, you know, they're villain, so don't cool do with movie. just like killing Zack. So, I mean, what, I know, what would I, it be to them to just do a, this? Waste a couple more bullets on this I, I, I guy's know. body? I don't I mean, know. Luckily for us, they didn't. They did. But otherwise, there wouldn't have been a game. <laughs> so they chase down Zack and murder him. Yeah. With a machine gun. Yeah. After he was, like, free and clear and, like, ready to become a mercenary. Yeah. And now it's raining and he crawls to Zack and, like, becomes him? He takes his sword, I bet. Yes. Yeah, the Shinra soldiers leave and Cloud slowly crawls over to Zack and picks up Zack's buster sword. And now Cloud is as he was at the beginning. He's been fed his personality from mm-hmm. Zack. He's got the sword. He's right outside of Midgar. He's got the uniform. This is great because this is like what I thought was missing when we got all the reveals. Yes. I was like, I was like, how did he get to Midgar? Like, we what were like happened? saying it over the last ten episodes. Like the missing piece is like what happened after Sephiroth got thrown off yeah. of the thing. And I mean, I actually this 
this kind of blindsided me at the time because I I was glad this is what it was, but I thought this was going to have something to do yeah. with Vincent for right. some reason. I was like convinced there Gotta had to go be more play for Dirge Vincent. of Cerberus to find out what <laughs> oh, happened there. God, the Buster Sword. Oh my God! Oh fuck! We were on like a, the edge of a cliff, and the camera like tilts up, revealing the city of Midgar mm-hmm. in rain, and it is the most stunning shot. Yeah, there's like nice like rays coming through the clouds, you know, like God rays, yeah, like, shooting down on it. Like it looks beautiful. What an incredible achievement this city is! I'm, like, yeah, rather than the Sector Seven slums, this is the gorgeous. whole thing is pretty amazing. I've just got one question though: oh, yeah. How did Cloud get in without a key? How did he get in without a key? <laughs> mm-hmm. And he wound up on, like, that train stop, right? Yeah. Maybe that was, there's like, in a the train mid-level. that goes in. Like, maybe you can ride a train in. Because, yeah. Maybe he, he walked in on the tracks. Yeah. He that could, the train yeah. into Although Midgar. The train would, goes in, like, a circle. I don't know, you know? I don't know. But how somehow he, got he ended in. up on the train and rode it to the end of the line, and they kicked him off, I guess. He had to get off of that train that he was on. He did. And then he got onto <laughs> another train that you <laughs> really can't get off. You really can't get off of this one. This is the missing piece. This is totally the missing piece. And this is great. This is really good. You kept saying it was a missing piece, and this is literally it. I know. I'm so glad that we saw this. Me too. Wow. Thank you, Bill Matunica. Yeah. Thank you. That's so great. So the oh, when you saw these fingernails, let's get out of here. That was was that. Us, clap. I just got. Oh, Spine tingles, man. actually, that it was Cloud and Zack. Yeah, catch up, man. We're really slow. I can't believe that in the past we only realized that after watching that entire cutscene where they break out of the yeah, tubes. What? <laughs> Communicating with yeah. each other? Oh my god, that actually just... Oh, that's That's so really cool. good. That's really fucking good. God damn. <laughs> You. I don't want any more of Fuck this. you! <laughs> a bats are- we gotta fight these bats? Oh, remember this guy? Yeah. Man, that seems great. That and it was amazing. So dramatic and like it rains as he crawls and that's takes the sword and it goes miss. up and that's you have not to come something back that you should be able no to miss. Reason. That should not be something that's missable. That's way too important, I feel like. I kind of like that it is. That it's like, you know, you tease out more of the story by, like, really, You're right. you know? You're right. Because it's like, the story still works without it, but it's not as good. It's You're right. It's not nearly as good without it. It's not it. as good, though. <laughs> In my philosophy on games, I understand both sides, but I fall firmly on the... Things should some... be missable. I'm just gonna save right here. Yeah. And let's, uh, call it a day. Yeah. Uh, and we... We had uh, the weight lifted, and then we got a wonderful treat. And we got reminded why this game is good. I know. That really, like, instantly, upon seeing a scene again, I was like, this game is so amazing. Like, <laughs> at the back of the pickup truck, with the way it's going by, with those, like, Mesa mountains, whatever you call them. Yeah. So we end that night, and that was one of the most, like, tumultuous days of gameplay ever, Mm -hmm. because the entire day was horrible, until that last bit. It did feel really good to finally, like, accomplish something, I guess you would call it. It feels weird to call it an accomplishment. And then we got to be reminded why we like the game before that night was over. 
because the cutscene was like enjoyable and cute and full of answers to questions we had. Like enjoy. Yeah, man. Make sure not to miss that if you're playing this game. Yeah, you don't go, have to fight the weapons to get that. You can just go yeah, see. You that. can just go. That one's for free. <laughs> that one's free. Yeah. So we come back. You know, a day or two later. I can't remember at this point. It's hard for me to. Rem- I think it was Monday, probably, uh, and then I probably came over on a Friday, something like that. Whatever. Who cares? Either way, I don't care. We come back <laughs> and we're gonna go beat Ruby Weapon and finish this game. Mm-hmm. So let's do it. We should be rolling. Nice. Okay. Dude, it's so... It's such a... Jesus Christ, Haley. It's such a different feeling sitting down to play today than the last, like, five times. Because... The idea that we get to just, like, do a new thing. Yeah, that From hopefully we'll be able to do. That hopefully we'll, we'll be able to do, and then we're going back to the Calm Traveler, and then was there anything no, else other no, than the Final Dungeon? There was no other cutscene that no, we needed to no, remember? No. That's oh. literally it. It's like the shortest, longest list we've ever had. <laughs> the end of this game was literally like we have nothing left, and it took us like 30 hours. <laughs> Look at this stupid thing. The little worm. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so we're on our gold chocobo right outside the desert. Mm -hmm. The gold saucer desert. Looking in, you can see Ruby Weapon's little head poking out like a worm. Okay. Yeah, what's the strategy here? I'm going to just look up, like, the strategy. We're going to try to implement what the internet says. We're not going to go in here and, like, figure out how to beat Ruby Weapon. Yeah, no, yeah. We just just look it up. Uh, well, okay, so... We can use luck plus and all sorts of fun mm-hmm. goodies. It's extremely strong. It has attacks that can completely remove a party member from the battle called Whirl Sand, and it has extremely high defense. The majority of the preparation that needs to take place is to prevent characters from being removed from battle. Ruby Weapon will either have its tentacles in the sand or exposed during the fight, and its actions differ depending on where the tentacles are. Most importantly, you cannot attack Ruby Weapon while its tentacles are exposed and can only damage it while the tentacles are buried. They can also use Whirl Sand whenever the tentacles are exposed. So when the tentacles are exposed, it's bad. Mm-hmm. It is susceptible to the paralyzed status effect, so you can use Dazers. Okay, okay. I think it counters summons with Ultima, but like if you throw a Dazer at it and paralyze it and then start throwing the Knights of the Round, okay, I think you might just be able to do it. Oh, it's a bug that was not there. Oh, Haley, it's still right there. It's right there. It's crawling on the pillow. Haley. Look. Haley, you idiot. There you go. You, you got it. You enjoy that bug? It can never cast Whirl Sand on the last character left in battle, so that you can enter battle with two KO'd characters and wait it out until the tentacles disappear, and then paralyze it and destroy it. Mm-hmm. Focus on using W Summon and Knights of the Round and Mine. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, I guess I'm gonna give it a shot. Sid's material set? Yeah. Don't forget to save. Yeah, give it a shot. I'm gonna try to just, if we can get him with his hands in the dirt or whatever, the same strategy of Knights of the Round should, should work. Uh-huh. Whoa! Oh, there he is. Oh!
you bump into the little worm and the entire big ruby weapon jumps out of the sand and he's yeah. a big monster thing. He's kind of like a big red Godzilla type thing. He stands on two legs mm-hmm. and then he has these like fun arms that are They're like, like crab arms almost. They're like uh do they slinky or do they yeah, like? Yeah, look at how they move. They pincer. like they, the way they move is they're like slinkies. Yeah, like uh, crazy dancing guys on top of like a car dealership. Oh yeah, he's you more know? like that. Yeah, that makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> like he's a little worm, and then he's gonna be like a big monster. Even though we had read that we're supposed to go into the fight with only one person alive, we go in with a full party. Mm-hmm. He looks cool. Sid has every magic. Yeah, literally every <laughs> single type of magic. And he's going to quadcast, right? Yeah, he should. Well, here's Whirl Sand. This is the thing that takes people out of the party. Yeah, big, like, quicksand whirlpool appears, mm-hmm. and it sucks Cloud down, yeah. and he disappears. Right out of the gate. Not a good start. Does that mean there's no Cloud? Yeah. Well, that's not good. No, it's not great. Good thing we have W7 with Knights of the Round on this other guy. So Barrett gets sucked into the quicksand, and basically we need to restart this fight. Yeah, I mean, all that's left is Sid. I see about the strategy of coming in with two people dead. Yeah. I mean, I... Well, like, because now... Now I don't know. Now Yeah, now... Now what? Like, I don't think you can win now. No, I don't think so either. Should I... No. Can you run away? <laughs> you can run away. Cloud and Barrett magically come back. Yeah. So we run away from Ruby to regroup. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna kill two of them though. Right now. But then you're just gonna keep one person alive until he changes his mode, and then you're gonna bring everybody back. Yeah. And go to Crazy Town. Yeah, I'll probably just cast Phoenix. Or right. So in the random encounter outside of Ruby Weapon, we kill Sid and Barrett. Hello, potion. Everything's ready. We're going to try Ruby Weapon again. The strategy here is that with two people dead, he won't do the quicksand move for right. whatever reason. So, <laughs> which, which is... we would know that by reading the internet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a real, like, he's like a marionette. Power Rangers monster. Mm-hmm. So at the beginning of the fight, Ruby, like, jams his tentacles into the ground, and they pop up in other spots of the ground, and there's new stuff to hit. Yeah, with two people down, he, like, immediately moves to the second phase. So he does that at the start, if you do this. Oh, okay. Okay, let's see how this rolls. It's still associated with HP Absorb, right? I think so, yeah. Good. So I get everyone back up, and then we start the Knights of the Round cycle. Yep. So it's time to sit back. Put the controller down. I think we might just fucking handle this. We'll see. Oh, I should have thrown a dazer at him. Is what oh, I should have done. Oh, yeah. That's the we real strategy. That. Shit. Haley, not right now. Come here. Come here. No. Something's oh, he's oh, petrified. He's, oh, that's what it is. Sid is petrified, but it's okay, because you throw a dazer at Ruby Weapon, and it dazes him. Yeah, this tactic makes things very easy. You can just stop him for a couple turns and recuperate. It's all good. Okay. Mega Elixir? Mm-hmm. Then you just W summon him? I'm feeling real good about this. Yeah, yeah, this is it. It has to be. Everyone's back up, and the Knights of the Round Cycle is going. And he's dazed, too, so he doesn't even get to counterattack. Fuck yeah. I don't feel like we're gonna need to go back to the Galica. No. 
Yeah, I mean, the strategy for these is you just have to get to a point where you can line up these W summon mines. That's yep. the only way. Yep. You're going to cause enough damage. Otherwise, this fight would be like, like, how many Mega Elixirs would you need to just, like, beat this thing out? You know, like, it'd be impossible. Yeah, he's fucked. I think there's no question that Emerald Weapon is a tougher fight. I agree. I mean, but then again, it's like, I don't know what this would be like uh, without if we didn't knowing. have this strategy already to go. You know, well, also, like, without knowing how, how to get two people dead first. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank god there's more. I didn't realize there was more knights in the round coming in. Sid <laughs> is probably gonna die, but whatever. This might do it. Yes! We did it! Fuck yeah! I'm gonna go pee. Ruby weapon is dead. Yeah, that one felt like so much nothing, like we didn't have to struggle at all, basically. There's a good reason that people are not sure which is harder, Ruby or Emerald, and it's because they're both kind of comparable and they require so much it's grinding to do either. It's probably just whichever one you're banging your head against while you're grinding, right, but you're, by the time you can do one, you, you can, can do, do the, the other, other one, exactly. Yeah. The two weapons are down. <laughs> we, let's beat the game, Ryan. Let's go beat the game. I figured you might want to see this. Oh, yeah. Mime was born, magic, <laughs> HP plus. And the desert rose. Let's go back to the Calm Traveler. Give it to him. Get ourselves another gold chocobo. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> wow, we beat all three weapons. We did. Isn't where Calm the on the other... Yeah, what am it's I... It's on yeah. the right... Right cup. Forgot where I was going. Near Midgard. I really hope this guy's like... Not just, wow, you have the thing, it's like, wow, you beat that thing? Oh, it's Desert Rose. <laughs> Wanna trade it for that chocobo over there? Over where? Sure, trade. Okay, then it's a done deal. <laughs> <laughs> so you give the guy the Desert Rose, and then as though it's been like waiting in the back room for a key, like the chocobo walks up the stairs. Up the stairs. I, I hope chocobos can walk downstairs. I mean, also the idea of a chocobo inside makes me wonder how animal-like are these things it well, feels like it'd be pretty destructive it also came out at the right time like he was like hey jim come on well, up. that's what i mean and it's like, like it was Chocobo waiting in another room up. just yeah. to make sure the business deal's good and then it's like okay come on in here so you get a fucking gold chocobo for this task which doesn't make any sense as we've explained before i've even heard that it's like a bad gold chocobo like, like if like, you race it, it sucks. It's, yeah, like oh compared god. to like one that you were to breed yourself, it's like way better. Oh my god, <laughs> this just like gets to the heart of what's wrong with disc three. It doesn't feel planned out. Even the good bits are kind of like <laughs> randomly placed. Yeah. And now this gold chocobo comes up from downstairs to be ours now. You know what? I gotta think that like they just didn't finish disc three because like the whole thing kind of feels like. You know how the end of Final Fantasy VI is everyone has, like, a thing you yeah. can do around the world? Yes, it does feel There's like There's, like, they... a sprinkling of they started to do that. It would make sense to me if they were, like, number one priority is finish discs one and two mm -hmm. in all of the main game, and we'll do as much of this ambitious right. third act as we possibly can. Because, I mean, there's even that moment and they ran at out the of time. end of like, disc they two. they really ran out of yeah, time. Yeah, where everyone gets off and goes their separate ways. Yeah. I could totally see another version of this where mm -hmm. you and 
Antifa fly around the world and get everybody back. Yes. Maybe some of those things morphed into these, like, third Yeah, all that we're left with extras. is, like, a mysterious old bald man with Master Materia and a gold chocobo. <laughs> and, like, weird knowledge about side quests that suck. I think that makes a lot of sense, and I and I think they made the right choices. Because you have to release the game at some exactly. point. Exactly, yeah. No, I know. And it's not like the game is, like, empty. It's not, like, unfinished, like, 15 is unfinished. But, like, it seems like if there was anywhere there where their vision outstripped their ability, it was on disc three. Yeah. It's a chocobo. Take it. It's yours. I guess it's time to go on a journey for the souls of my departed friends. Wow. Who the fuck are you, dude? <laughs> you don't have any other information about yourself or what you're about? He's gonna go search for the what souls. What are you talking about? Who's departed friends? Looks like my stable's full. Yeah, I'll come you're back when I'm in this room. This is your room now, chocobo. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy it. I hope you like living with a giant bird, lady. Yeah. <laughs> There's some kind but of idea about design But how could you beat those there. weapons with that? That's what I mean. I just, don't, I just don't think that what they were going for is a practical idea at all. But you Leave the chocobo there too. You just left the second chocobo instead of bringing him on the plane. You don't. He doesn't don't need to be on the plane. Be, be free. Be free. <laughs> <laughs> So we leave to go to the northern crater. Uh-huh. I left the chocobo the old man gave us in calm. And, and I, then the other gold chocobo right outside I'm of just calm. like, fuck it, you can stay here. I'm just like leaving birds all over this town. <laughs> oh, shit, man. There's the chocobo sage. Goodbye, cho- goodbye, world. Goodbye, everybody. And we head our way to the North Crater in the high wind. Are we going to crash into it? We'll just land where we crashed, you know? Yeah. It was so long ago that we were first here. We're looking at the opening image of disc three, mm-hmm. and I'm like, it was forever ago. Like, it was Midgar. Yeah. Heal and save. Heal and save. I mean, there's not even an enemy in here that's going to give us a problem. Like, nope. Not even the. Not even Sephiroth. in here, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for a job well done. Oh, wait. No, it's not what I wanted yet. Wow. I, I can't believe it. It doesn't feel real. It doesn't feel real at all. <laughs> It's like, you know what? I'm not even going to try to get all the fucking chests. Like, who even cares? Get all those sources? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Power yourself all the way up? (laughs) (laughs) Any, like, frustrating puzzle elements of this dungeon are moot at this point, too. Because, like... (laughs) Because retracing your steps, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. It really does fuck up the end of this game to do those weapons. Like, it destroys it. Not Yeah, it's... (laughs) Alright. I mean, we don't want to look up a strategy, do we? No. I don't think we'll need... I don't want to know anything. We're just gonna send people to the left and the right. Yeah, I think we'll just want to cover our bases. Who knows what it even matters or not. (laughs) We're talking about that cutscene that we had made it too long ago, where you're gonna send your characters to the left or the right. Yeah, which, like, continues to happen as you go down. And I think what this is, is that if you send people the right ways, you can get all the items from the dungeon without exploring it, maybe? I think what it is is that, like, the dungeon at that point splits into, like, eight or so paths. Mm-hmm. And you're only going to see one of them. But if, yeah, if you send your friends down the other ones, they'll get the items that are theoretically down those other yeah, pathways. I- and then if you do this dungeon eight times, you can see all the different pathways. I guess that must be their idea, because I watched 
watched someone explore this whole dungeon, mm-hmm. and I was like, wow, this place is huge and amazing, but you really only see one path unless yeah, you backtrack. I, was, I, w- I remember feeling that it was very short, but at this point, we're still like up near the top. We're, we're got to go through like the first group of caves before mm-hmm. we get to that splitting area. Yeah. It might be a thing where it's like, if you don't send them in the right way, you'll miss a source or, or <laughs> miss something a, like that. As long as it's not miss a cutscene, I don't think that's possible here. Never figured out how to get that chest up there, but I don't care. God, it's gotten us to a point where I don't care. Yeah, yeah we've done so much. I mean, we know that I care about I know chests. That you, yeah, yeah. That's where we're I at. I don't think that that's like gone from your personality. But no, in this no. This game, but, like, yeah. No more. No more written. Like, yeah. No more waiting. The road splits in two. We'll split into two groups. Which you gonna choose, Cloud? I say we go we- left. Wait. Which you gonna choose, Cloud? Which you gonna choose? You said left? Yeah, let's send Cloud left. Alright. Alright, then I'll go. Also left? Yeah, let's send Cloud, Sid, and Barrett left. Okay. Tifa can go right. I'm going right. Red can go right. Alright, then I'll go right. I'm going right. Uh, left. Kate Sith will come with us. And whichever. Cow Chocula? Well, then I'll be going right. All right. I'm heading in. I'm heading left. <laughs> now, don't any of you die on me. Gotta get through to Sephiroth. It's all over now with this. <laughs> and after you choose where they go, everyone has, like, something totally pointless to say before they run off. <laughs> oh, man. Materia Hunter Yuffie sounds like the last chapter of Materia Forever. Oh, yeah. That was, like, her favorite comic book. Or something? Some, I don't know. I don't remember at all what that means. All life on this planet, indeed the very life of this planet, is in our hands! <laughs> I'm so happy to have met you all. Really, Sniff. Let's all go back alive, okay? Let's all go back alive, yeah. <laughs> this will be the end of it. Alright, and we're going left. What if we just ran right anyway? That would have been hilarious. alone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're all going to go left with Kate Sith, and yeah. you guys go right. Well, here's <laughs> another fork in the road. So we make it to the next fork in the road. This is as far as we ever made it. Yeah, before. This is where we stopped. We're a couple of screens away from the marsh. Which I we, think we, we keep also going missed left. this time. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah, <laughs> We go the wrong way. But yeah, this dungeon, we'll, ta- we'll discuss the merits of this at the end. <laughs> right. But it's just, you keep picking paths, and it's unclear why the entire time. Uh, down, I going to choose down. Barrett's gonna go up with Kate Sith, and then Sid's gonna go down. There's nothing to worry about. All of us are in this together. Ain't no way I'm gonna die until I stick it to that guy. It's really weird to me that without discussing it, their plan is let's split up and all go in different directions into this cave that we don't know anything about. It's like they know that they're going to meet up at the end of it. I know, it's weird. But also we're like on the edge of these deep chasms and in the chasms are like coming like plumes of green smoke mm-hmm. or maybe water. It's hard Mako. to tell. Mako. We're, we're above the life Mako. stream. Yeah. Are these like plumes of earth? Like Mako, planets? Like Mako. Yeah, okay. Okay. The life stream. Oh yeah, Mako. <laughs> yeah, remember? <laughs> remember Mako energy? <laughs> Wait, Wait Sephiroth. So if you replay the game, there's multiple different routes to see. 
Cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's gotta be why this is a thing. I'm gonna need all these items. I know, we're gonna have to give them everything we got. Well, what am I gonna not pick them up when I wanna buy them? Oh boy, it's this guy! Maybe we should have had sit oh yeah, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> we ran into one of those flying eyeballs that cast death on you that we run into in every game. Yeah, which since four at least, I can't remember if it's in one, but these eyeball guys are in the final dungeons of all the games we've played. This guy doesn't even get to take a breath before he's dead though. Yeah, none of the enemies can even touch us. He's in all the final dungeons. He's in every final dungeon. You know I can't I mean? have to imagine everyone's gonna reconverge. Like, it would make no so sense. So what's the point of it? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, hopefully we'll find out. Maybe there is no point. I don't know. This is pretty sweet. Yeah. Look at the effect on that. A Mako waterfall. Goes up. We're jumping around this big Mako waterfall, which is cool. It, yeah, it's like a pillar of Mako falling up. But I remember this, a couple of things, and we're cutting most of it out, but like, there's like weird movement controls in this part of the dungeon where like, it's just hard to do things in a certain way where it like, well, you just can't find the platform like where you're supposed to hop onto it. Well, it's it. all the like hopping mechanics, so it never really like makes, you know that he's gonna jump, but you're not really sure where to because he can go so far. And there's a piece of materia that's like in the Mako waterfall in between a jump, and I'm like, do I press it during the jump? Do I try to pick oh, it yeah. up? Oh yeah, well this part he auto jumps like when he jumps onto that platform, right. so you have to like hit O, like, right as he lands. Yeah. What kind of material could this possibly be? How do I get it? How do I... Can I get it to, like, go up the Mako energy? Can you hit O, like, right as he jumps on there? I, tr I was trying Whatever. to. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> what do you... What is it? <laughs> I got it. Mega All? Oh, sweet. What does that do? Maybe it'll just give every single materia an all effect, even if it's not. Oh! This way this is all designed is ridiculous. You, there's so many more jump points than you expect. Yeah. Oh, this is the swamp. No, this is not the swamp. Yeah, I've seen it with my own eyes, and it is not. But this is like some kind of big glowing pit of mm -hmm. sorts. Like, yeah. we've made it to a new area. It's a whole nother... Stone spiral downward semi-staircase mm -hmm. into an oblivion type. It's more of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hey, were you thinking of leaving me? So there's like a few other doorways that lead into this area, mm -hmm. the circular area, and Tifa just hops out like, hey! Yeah, everyone starts converging on this like earthen sphincter. <laughs> I guess it all flows out here. Yeah. Okay, so now we're... You know, oh. We're oh. a bit late. <laughs> Are you? We just got here. So you would just be like, oh, I could have taken other routes and seen other parts of the dungeon. Yeah. This is the center of the planet? Cloud, look. Oh. They're gonna give us stuff? Oh, maybe stuff they found on the way down. We just got the mithril. Is that not what you used Wait to get- Wait a minute. It what the fuck? Wait, no, go back. No, we probably got a mithril something. It just says mithril. I have no clue what to make of this because, yeah, the mithril you're supposed to get from the sleeping man, and that's how you get Eris's last limit break. But, like, we just go to talk to Tifa. Here, but this would be useless to you at this us. point in the game. There would be absolutely no reason to have this. Well, we don't look at it. 
No, we don't. We don't look we at don't anything they give us. Think about this. We're like they're just giving us some shit. Well, we didn't even know about the mithril loop at this point. Well, that's we a hadn't good point. That up. That's so a good point. So it wouldn't have meant anything, anything yeah. anyway. But yeah, so we start going around and talking to everybody and getting items from them. Like I said, I think these are the items from the paths they walked down. What it's like a it's like a pachinko machine dungeon where you send all of your people <laughs> down and they hopefully filter through the right way. Yeah. Here, a vaccine. Yeah, it's got to be the ways you don't go, they still give you the stuff. Yeah. You, didn't you find something after? You're just like, no. No, all right, I'll give it to you. <laughs> Here, Cloud. She also found the last elixir. But I'm the one who found it, so you better give it back to me when you're done with it. When I'm done with the elixir, Yuffie, you want it back? <laughs> That's like giving somebody a cheeseburger and being like, but I want that back when you're Maybe done with it. Maybe she's hoping that we won't get around to using it, you know? Yeah, all right. Well, that's <clears throat> a different thing. It is. Should I use the save crystal? Yeah. But what if we wind up getting stuck? <laughs> well, then fuck this game. <laughs> it's pretty funny that I say that because I've read about like some kind of crazy glitch where you yeah. use the save crystal, maybe even here. I was going to say like uh I think it's using it here. Yeah, we use it and save, but we've we've read that this can like corrupt your file so, using the save crystal. I was like, what if we get stuck? What if we like, did? What if that we would be did? fucking horrifying. <laughs> That's so awful to think about. Okay. Let's go. What's mosey? <laughs> Damn. Damn. Again? Good. Stop saying it like a wimp. Can't you say, move out to something cool? <laughs> move out. <laughs> Look at the number. Fuck, they're coming out in full force. <laughs> Cloud, you go first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fighting here too. Shut up. It wouldn't do us no good with it. Everyone back here. What the fuck are they talking about? I don't about? know. They gather around the hole, and then they start yelling. It's like they're <laughs> saying that they're actively being attacked right now by enemies. Is this like that moment of, should we do this as a team, or should we do this solo? And well, I think what this turns into is they're like, Cloud, pick two other members, and you guys go ahead, and we'll, like, hold off the bad guys. Must It doesn't be. make any sense. Barrett's right. Barrett's right. You take two of us with you to go first, the rest will catch up with you later. <laughs> okay. So we reform our party. Yeah, Sid and Barrett and Cloud, of course. Also, their materia is all set up. All of you. Later. Later. <laughs> <laughs> I know the Let's Mosey line gets a lot of attention, but I really love that Cloud, as he actually goes off to face Sephiroth, just goes, later. And you're going down this crazy uh, floating staircase. Floating stones, hopping your way down towards Sephiroth, with, like, I guess. like, some highly pressurized Mako energy in the background. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Nod. And we do the Ascended Challenge. Oh, shit. Look at this frame rate. <laughs> the PlayStation can't handle it. No. Barrett's <laughs> got all this material, right? Uh, yeah. I don't think he does. Why? Because I just saw he only has the attack command. I didn't have a double attack on him. No, but like nothing else. Like no oh, mine. Okay. Maybe it took it all off. Let's it might have. That would piss me off. I mean, god yep. damn it. <laughs> Fucking Christ. Fuck. I was like, he doesn't One have 8,000 HP? Man. Encore. Play yeah, the hits. Let's dig around in that bag. God, assholes. No, give it, if you're going to give anyone quadra magic, give them the master magic material. 
Where is it? I don't know. Maybe clouds. Maybe cloud and sin still have their shit on them. Oh, it might. Might just. We can have the. Yeah. This battle screen is awesome. Yeah. With the Mako energy around, and you're on like a floating. They do a good rock. job in all of the games of like escalating the visuals to, to the end. You yeah. Know? I mean, this frame rate would be unacceptable today. Like, <laughs> but it was totally acceptable like then. This. <laughs> New enemies, God, I've I missed know. you, and they're all so cool. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we only see each one of them for like a turn, but this is like a big arachnid it's like thing. A big glass of f cool fresh water. Like we were so thirsty. <laughs> That's not the description of the enemy. No, no, no. It's a big. It's like a big arachnid lizard or something with a lot of exposed bone. But yeah, but it's such it's a cold, effectively... nice glass of water. To yes, he's doing some death move. Probably gonna give us like every status effect in the game or some shit. Or whoa, <laughs> what is it doing? I don't know. What? It's summoning a question mark. Yeah, the world goes away and we're in space and a giant monolith like 2001 yeah. style comes and reveals itself to be in the shape of a question like mark. Like out of an astral void and it <laughs> flies through space at light speed. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> this is great. It causes like 2,000 damage. It's nothing to us. Ooh, it really hurt us. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I mean, it does feel great to feel so overpowered. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Which we really... I'm not going to say it's really all worth it. No. It's, I can at least enjoy this now while it's happening. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, this guy would probably be tough if we were... At level 70, it would be like a fight. Yeah. We would beat him, but like it would be a fight. Yeah. My feeling is when I was a kid, I probably arrived here at around level 60 like we did and mm -hmm. went all the way to the bottom and was like, fuck. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> like running away from every fight. Yep, yep. Doing the move that we learned not to do in uh -huh. season two. All right. Is this it? I think so. We have reached a new bottom. Yeah, and the final battle platform is this amazing crystallized rock structure. Yeah, that's like done in squares, kind of. Yeah, like, like a you tiled. Ever, you ever see like one of those like cliff faces that clearly is like a mineral? Almost, yeah, they have so them has, in Iceland. Yeah, exactly. Those are like hexagon almost shapes. Posts and stuff. almost that, yeah, that were exactly. driven up yeah. by the geology underneath. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like a perfectly cube version of that. Right, you're standing on like a flat surface surrounded by. <laughs> By, like this explosion of green Mako energy. And Cloud walks into the cutscene. Oh shit! Up like frogs. Where are we? The center of Mako. What the hell? What the hell? Oh yeah, it's it. Genova! It's coming! Oh, this is the oh, practice the pre boss. Fight. Yeah, pre boss. Genova this time shows up as like a giant balloon monster. Yeah, well, it has like the female form of Genova kind of like glued to the front of it. Yeah, it's like a giant, almost like a flower. Yeah. Like a flesh flower. A flesh flower. If it sounds vaginal, it kind of is. <laughs> She does. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And so here we go. We're fighting the like fallopian the tube tentacles. <laughs> here we go. Final Genova fight. Final Genova. You gotta fight its mom. Alright. Listen to this totally different music. Oh yeah, it's like the ultimate version of the 
<laughs> the normal battle music. <laughs> so we summon Knights of the Round. And they go crazy. Mm-hmm. I wonder if this will do it. I wonder how many it'll take. <laughs> There's no way it has anywhere near no, as much possible. HP. Look how cool this design is, though. There's like a giant heart in the back of it. It's like very cool. The, the way it's got like a flower-type shell around mm-hmm. its heart. I wonder if this will have multiple forms. I don't know. Or if it'll ever get to attack us. <laughs> you don't know that either. <laughs> it was single summon! It's like such a new feeling for us to roll into a final boss with zero stress. Like, we're oh not even God, paying yeah. attention. We're just going, I wonder what's going to happen next. I mean, we can't lose. Thinking back to FF4 <laughs> you know? and fighting Zeromus. I have more thoughts on how the end of this is like an inversion of that game in a lot of <laughs> yeah. ways, but we'll get to that later. But yeah, this is a new, wonderful feeling. <laughs> I do like the feeling that like justice is coming with like a definitive oh. hand that can't be stopped. Like, <laughs> without a doubt. Cloud's level... Whoa, look at how much you level up. 60,000 up for that? Oh, shit. Oh, my God. What is Cloud? Level 94 or 5? 4, I think. Maybe 5. Oh, boy. Oh, that's sweet. Ooh, look at this. So each of the square pillars that we were standing on just start rising up individually into the sky. Mm-hmm, yeah, like different speeds. Like it's all just kind of falling apart. Like whatever weird gravity was holding this together mm-hmm. has dissipated. And the Mako rises. And we just kind of like fall into it. Whoa. Falling into the abyss. Down to the center of the planet where Sephiroth is. We're skydiving. <laughs> Light. A light. A light. Cloud is like floating in a sea of black and swimming his way towards a light. Uh, a big sort of white ball. Is this... Is this light holy? Whoa. Ow. <laughs> There's a flash and the light becomes like an orb that has tentacles growing around well, it's it. it's like we're some... standing next to like the biggest materia in the world. Like right. it's like this big red rock that almost looks living like wrapped yeah, around an orb. a big white orb. Yeah. We're going to polish this orb. Uh, this, I guess this might be like that holy that was activated. Like the, Sephiroth is stopping this from going off. And well, so standing around it is everybody in the team. Yeah, they all must Not have fallen. Not just the people people in our party but like tifa's there kate sith is there everyone who stayed back to fight the other dudes must have they, they're all here now that plan didn't work tifa cloud cloud so we did end up together whoa all of us uh, are here whoa sephiroth Floating out from the middle of the big orb comes Sephiroth. Yep, he's here to confront us. Is this the the true power of Sephiroth? My, my, my body. I can't control my body. <laughs> so Sephiroth is like suspended everyone in midair mm-hmm. and they like can't move their bodies right. And they're all doing the like a Marvel movie psychic fight. Like they kind of go like, Ugh! I'm being held down psychically. Yeah. And he'll like pull everyone in and then throw them out. Sephiroth will with some kind of psychic discharge power. Whoa. My legs, my whole legs, my tail's about to tear off. 
This is definitely not good. He's way out of our league. Oh, shut up, Kate. Shut the fuck up, Kate said. I don't know if I can go on. Yeah, Yuffie, you're excused. You're just a kid. Go thief. Cloud. Cloud. It's there. Cloud? Holy. Holy is there. We did get a holy torch at one point. It's like a super rare drop. Not sure. The holy is shining. Eris' prayer is shining. Yeah, that doesn't sound crazy at all. No, no. <laughs> it's not over yet. This isn't the end yet. It's not. So then it asks you to form your party again. Who do we take? <laughs> Who in the world could we possibly choose? So we put Sid and Barrett back in our party and get ready for whatever's going to happen next. The number of times they make you choose your party walking down this dungeon is kind of stupid. Oh. Okay. Uh... Now it's like, make another party of three. Yeah, so this is kind of like at the end of six, where you basically, you can use as many of your people as you need to, to beat the final guy, I think. How many of our people will die Like, and like if Cloud Baird and Sid had died, we would move on to, like, Tifa and I whatever, so. I guess? I don't know. <laughs> I don't give a shit about figuring out the materia to put on Tifa and stuff. Yeah, I mean, the idea that right now we would deck out every single party member with materia that we've thought about sounds just yeah, like... Yeah, so I just start throwing marbles on shit. <laughs> Those aren't gonna do anything. <laughs> Fucking the Gygus armlet is better than what she's wearing. <laughs> Choco Mog. Just... I'm just making sure that people can do certain things that, you know, in an emergency... That's prudent. Hey, come here, Haley. Oh! <laughs> Good enough. Yep. Let's go, everyone. Eris is here. Everyone is here. Cloud is here with us. Even Eris is here? Well, like her, you know, the, her, the, her prayer that lit up whole, like she's Right, here she's her. here in spirit. Literally, too, since when people die, they, they literally go into the center of the earth. <laughs> right, okay. Right. Eris's memories, our memories. We came to tell you our memories. Come, planet, show us your answer. What the fuck are you talking about? And Sephiroth, <laughs> to the settling of everything. The settling of everything. <laughs> the settling of everything. That's got to be the episode title. <laughs> yes! The settling. The settling of everything. <laughs> oh, shit. Here we go. So we go into, like, Sephiroth's first phase, where he's like a floating sculpture that sort of resembles Sephiroth. Yeah, he's got two wings. He's like, a, like he's an orb like gray in the center. like stone color. Yeah, with a big orb that he's floating above. And the battle has some instructions for us. Yeah, like there's clearly some complicated mechanic here. Think about the sequence of the five targets. What? W7. But we don't have to worry about mechanics at all. Nope. Because we have Mime W Summon in Knights of the Round. So is he in his Genova form? He's got like a mom on top of yeah, him. Yeah, this is like his final. He's got like he's a been head just on his living head. in the Mako with Genova inside of him, becoming this thing. <laughs> I guess <laughs> something isn't doing any damage. So I wonder if like after we beat the top parts, it'll expose a thing. Or Maybe something. yeah. So it's something about his five targets. 
Yeah, of the five parts of his body that are being absolutely destroyed by Knights of the Round right now, one of them is just zero damage on it. Mm -hmm. So something else needs to be killed. There's hypothetically some kind of strategy for this that you would have to pay attention to, but I don't know if we have to worry about it at all. Yeah, I don't know either. (laughs) I mean, I whacked Genova with one summon. Yeah. This is like, yeah, this music is amazing. Yeah. Okay, what's <laughs> happening to him? He's hurting. He's being hurt. He's going to. Oh, shit. Yeah, the Sephiroth structure, like, slowly tips over. Yeah, he kind of sinks like the Titanic. And then disappears, and we've beaten his first phase. Mm-hmm. Is that it? I have a feeling there's more forms than that. Is that it? That can't be it. I don't know. Was that it? <laughs> Sounds like maybe not. I doubt it. I, I would be shocked. Ooh. So now we enter like a spiraling tunnel that's just made of clouds. Now we're in the cloud land. It's very like Renaissance painting-y, like of the heavens, you know what I mean? They but it's love like, that kind of evoking more like that. like a kaleidoscope, too. In the, in the final bosses, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, Kefka, well, totally, Kefka was, uh, was totally like... Yeah. Renaissance painting. Mm-hmm. This is kind of similar, except it, it can't convey it as well because it's 3D instead right. of that nice 2D. But like, you can but still kind of see brush strokes you can in a little the clouds bit, yeah. in a way. And Sephiroth's form is his giant torso surrounded by, like, halos yep. and one gigantic angel wing. And he's got a long silver ponytail. Mm-hmm. He's got one regular arm. His legs are angel he's wings. He's got, like, an angel wing helicopter that he sits on top of. The land oh, of cloud. Oh, Here oh, we go. Holy shit. Hello, <laughs> Sephiroth. I am a big floating bird that's also kind of a, I don't know, we're like some kind of angel demon. Like, I'm more angel than demon. Yeah. Something, uh... He's a renaissance painting. Yeah. I think his final song is called One Winged Angel. Well, he's got the barrier up, but it's not doing that much good for him. No. Yeah, you opened with Knights of the Round, and it's still doing, like, 5,000 damage per hit. What else would I do? Try to fight him fair? You know, at one point (laughs) we had talked about, like, if we get to the final boss, we should wait and see what he's got. Just let him see. Well, because there is one move we really should have waited to see, but I just forgot. I was so anxious to, like, just fucking get through this. And the inputs are in. (laughs) Sephiroth. Fighting Sephiroth. We are kicking his ass. Sephiroth, Sephiroth, we are destroying him. Like one of his arms is a wing and one of his arms is an arm. And then he has wings for legs. Uh-huh. Like an octopus, but with wings. But with wings. <laughs> How much of this can you take, Sephiroth? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm curious that's about. That's the real question. This is part two of the first summon of the Knights of the Round? Yeah, I believe so. This is the second Knights of the Round. We're about to do something that seventh grade you never did. I know. I've been waiting to do this for years. Literally, Literally for like, like half over of ten my years, life. years, yeah. Way over ten Way years. Over ten. Like twenty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-one years, actually. <laughs> this music it really is so epic. And this background is insane. He's still alive. I'm impressed. 
<laughs> Sephiroth does some move called Shadow Flare, and it misses Cloud. I think that was his first turn, too. Like, we haven't let him do anything. And now Knights of the Round is back. <laughs> I should throw some greens at him. Is that it? <laughs> Did we do it? <laughs> We might have done it. I think so, too. Beams of light start emanating from Sephiroth's body as he slowly fades backwards into the clouds. This feels pretty definitive. Whenever somebody explodes into light... You know, like, <laughs> Beams of light coming out of his chest. come back from that. Man. Whoa. They do love having the final boss be, like, ripped into a million Yeah, that's pixels. like, they're like, and that has to happen. Yeah. And he slowly disintegrates as he just gets pulled into the vortex of the clouds. Yeah, like, being sucked into a black hole kind of, like, spaghettification of your yeah, body. Yeah, or if he's, like, in slow motion being teleported on Star Trek or something, mm -hmm. like, piece by piece, just I getting sort of, like, taken apart. Look at this. This is the best way it's ever happened. This is the best way it's ever happened. <laughs> Whoa. Because before you couldn't imagine it being like sucked away. Yeah, it was just kind of... It would just fall to the ground like dust. Well, how is he going to say, You beat me! <laughs> this is the final words that I have! I don't know. Maybe it'll be like a... A disembodied voice! It could be. Wow. This is all we could do. So we wash back up at like the bottom of the dungeon. Mm-hmm. What about Holy? What's gonna happen to the planet? Oh man, we've done all that we can do. All right, everyone. It's no use thinking about it. <laughs> we'll leave all our worries here. Let's go home proud. Proud cloud. I'll mosey out of the bottom of the crater. So everyone starts moseying off, but Tifa stops Cloud at the last second, and Cloud's like, wait a minute. Yeah, he's having flashes of Sephiroth. Ooh, the flash. What happened? I feel it. What? He is still here. Whoa! Still. Cloud? He's laughing. Whoa! <laughs> Cloud's astral body or consciousness or something is like ripped from him. Yeah. And a like ghost version of him flies off of the screen. Into the camera, yeah. And I guess from beyond the grave, mm -hmm. the ghost of Sephiroth has both... yanked your soul out into the yeah, light stream. And you're going to have like a final time. consciousness battle. Cloud! His spirit. Oh shit. Here we go. Yes. Final showdown, mano y mano. Cloud Spirit versus Sephiroth in the life stream? Yeah, that has to be it. He's got to eliminate him from the life stream. Oh, yeah. You're not getting out of here without fighting the disembodied understanding of what hate really is. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you can't even be in the afterlife. That's, like, not a thing we can let happen. Yeah, exactly. Whoa. Is that the sun? I don't know. Or the Earth's core. Or is or that holy? holy? I don't know. Holy, I thought, was a green materia. I think it is holy. It's just glowing it real probably bright. probably is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. No wonder Cloud has been so fucked up so many times. He keeps falling in the live stream and this happens? This happens. Yeah, nightmare tunnel at light speed. Yeah, it's like he's being whipped through, like, an underwater cave that has a strong current. You know what I mean? <laughs> Whoa. Oh, shirtless Sephiroth. And so they meet. Yeah, and the final battle is like, normal Sephiroth the man. No shirt, black pants, sword. Right. Versus Cloud, the 
The man. The man. In, in a black space. I don't know that I have my materia. I think it'll I think, be okay. I think it's just my <laughs> limit break is building and yeah. building, and it's just going to let me do my ultimate. Yeah, this is pretty cool. Just like an intense stare down between Cloud and Sephiroth as our limit breaks fill. Yeah, and the camera does some like fancy like cutting in on their eyes like it's mm-hmm. high noon or something, and they're like, who's going to make the first move? <laughs> <laughs> like the limit is on their hip. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Who can bust out Omni Slash? Limit break! Omni Slash, fuck yes, I'm so glad we got Omni Slash. Dude! This is great. This is what you want. Yeah, this is what it's all been about from the beginning on a yes. personal level is Cloud versus Sephiroth. No armor, no Kill your nothing. heroes, man. Kill your heroes. Or your idols or whatever. Meet them and then kill them. <laughs> is that it? <laughs> <laughs> Sephiroth can't believe we learned Omni Slash. I know, and now he's fully rendered with blood dripping down his face. And he bursts into light again. Yeah, but this time it's in the fully rendered 3D, so I'm pretty sure this one is real. This one's realer. (laughs) Yeah, wow. He became dust again. Stardust. I'm surrounded by the spirit of Eris. And yeah, I guess Holy is unleashed now, and like a green, Mako-y energy starts like swirling around Cloud. This has got to be Holy. This is green. Mm-hmm. Livestream? It's me, Cloud. I know it's been a while since I talked to you, but... <laughs> <laughs> Yes! Oh my god! Out of the light that Cloud is reaching towards, a hand comes towards Mm -hmm. him. Reaching out. Oh, it's Tifa! It's not Eris' hand! Cloud snaps out of the live stream and he's rocks are falling. I know. I mean, I guess that all happened in his head because we cut to Tifa like reaching out to him like, what the fuck, man? Like, we got to get out of here. Whoa. Good thing Cloud has the strongest forearms in the world. Yeah, seriously. He catches Tifa from falling off of the cliff mm-hmm. and holds on like With a cliffhanger. the other hand, yeah. I think I'm beginning to understand what? what? An answer from the planet. Haley, come here. The promised land. I think I can meet her there. Tifa's like, what? Yeah, let's go meet her. Wow. Boobs heaving. I was about to say, like, good thing those are there to help help her get up over the ledge. (laughs) Hey, where is everyone? Hey! I'm glad you're all sa- I wouldn't call us safe. Yeah. <laughs> Look at them. Waving like yeah. sails in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> they all seem to be safe too, but now what are we gonna do? So everyone's kind of like partway up the dungeon, and mm-hmm. this whole thing is like pre-rendered. This and <laughs> we see Red say something. I've never been more certain that we got his voice wrong than when I looked at this. <laughs> <image>. <laughs> But anyway, they're all kind of, they're wondering what they should do next, which seems to me like keep evacuating yeah. is what you should do. Get the but fuck out of here. But they've all taken a breather for some reason. Holy <laughs> should be moving soon. <laughs> and that means this place will. Uh, old lady Luke didn't fail me now. <laughs> old lady Luke. 
They're all looking up, watching everything cave in on them, and Sid's cigarette falls from his mouth. And the high wind falls past them. Oh, it's the high wind. It's crashing down now. Our airship crashed to save us. And we get blown out in a Mako volcano eruption. Whoa, the high wind is going down. Yeah, this is amazing. The Mako volcano, like, shoots us back out up into the sky on the airship. Well, we somehow all got on its deck. Yeah, and then it's like we get launched high into the stratosphere. Mm -hmm. I guess we all got onto it. Shit? Yeah. And Sid reaches for some mystery lever. (laughs) Oh, he's got to pull the emergency pole. I guess he did say he was wanting to try out all the new levers. He's said so that many times here we throughout go, the paying game. off. For in case of any emergency, pull this. Oh, and it turns into a different kind of plane. Ooh. See, it probably just had the jet engines under the propellers all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it like rockets out like a Virgin Galactic ship. Yeah, it, it becomes a spaceship, basically. It loses its propellers and is just a Rocket. constantly moving forward <laughs> aircraft now. Back to calm? Yeah, this is weird. Well, now everything is calm again. And then it cuts over to the town of Calm. Flower girl? It's Marlene. Oh, is this Marlene? Yeah. And she's like, is Eris finally coming back? I want to see Eris again. Yeah, she's like in the second story of some house in Calm, which we've been there so many times, Kate Sith could have told us to stop. Anyway, (laughs) I keep harping on that. But either way, she she looks out of the window at the meteor. Which is still on its way. Oh, meteor is coming down. Oh, shit. Directly above. Meteor is hovering like 300 feet above Midgar. It's like about to touch Midgar. It's close enough that it's causing like red gravity tornadoes to like tear through well, the city. Well, that's the thing. It's like it stops. It doesn't crash down like a well, meteor would. Well, but it's would. like slowly coming still. Like it hasn't stopped. It's still moving. It's still <laughs> yeah. moving. It's just like but real yeah, like, slow. Weird red tornadoes shoot out of it and mm-hmm. start like going down into Midgar and destroying it. And it's got tornado tendrils? Is it picking up? I think it's like... Picking up Midgar? Well, I figured it's like it's so big that its gravity is pulling. Uh, It's like a gravity fight, you know? With like electromagnetism. Everybody knows about gravity fights. Gravity fights. That's what they call them in space when two (laughs) large things are going to hit each other. But gravity doesn't usually come in the form of tornadoes, but... Well, it's like we did everything we could. Now the rest is up to the Earth. (laughs) Shit. The Earth fucked fucked up. (laughs) Oh, the Earth doesn't really care about us. God damn it. Millions of people are dying right now, and uh, oh, it cut the cord. So Midgar is getting, like, completely wrecked. Like, Mm -hmm. the main tower in the middle is barely hanging on, and then there's, like, a bright flash of light, and, like, a blanket of white energy sort of, like, cuts through the red tornadoes and, like... Severs the ties between the planet and the incoming meteor. Kind of, like, makes, like, a sheet between the world and Mm -hmm. meteor. A A sheet shield. A sheet shield. Similar to the heat shield. Explosion. The high wind is cooler than ever. No. Wait a damn minute. What's gonna happen to Midgar? We can't let that happen. What does Barrett think he's gonna do here? I mean, as we've learned, he's like kind of an idiot. <laughs> you know, like he didn't know how to use materia. But he's like, 
This game started with me trying to blow that place up. What if it could end with me saving it? I guess, you know, he's like all the people. The people that fight for. <laughs> he gets well, a little Jimmy Stewart in him. Jimmy Stewart. I had everyone take refuge in the slums, the safest place. <laughs> but the way things are now... <laughs> they might not even be safe in the slums. It's too late for Oli. Media is approaching the planet. Oli is having the opposite effect. I don't really fucking understand what's happening here. Like, Red is saying it's too late for Holy, even though what we just saw is Holy coming out to help us. Uh, yeah. And now he's saying that Holy's having the opposite effect, like I, it's I pulling so. Meteor in. Forget Midgar. We've got to worry about the planet. What's that? It's Holy. Yeah, there we go. Hanging Bears. out in the... Crater finally coming to the rescue after millions of Midgar have been I think killed. That's where the is that the crater? Is that like this? That, I don't know where that is. A beautiful tendril of holy begins growing out of the planet like it's a flower yeah. girl. So I guess that that big white flash that seemed to stop meteor was just like the first the, phase. That was like the S wave of the earthquake. Yeah, before yeah. the. E -way? Yeah, I don't the know. real I'm thing is like a gentle, wrong. playful little tendril of energy that sort of wraps its way around the planet. <laughs> and like Vines kind of is like, yeah, mm -hmm. let me heal you. Yeah. The number of parents that are going to be like, if you had only been five seconds earlier. <laughs> what the hell is that? It's the life stream of the planet. Life the stream. Yeah. Gaia theory. It's the auroras. We can all open our windows again. <laughs> it's coming. Marlene sees the green wave of goodness. Yeah, everyone in Calm has their windows open watching like the craziest shit that's ever happened. <laughs> yeah, they've got like a front row view to whatever's going on in Midgard, yeah. and they're like fine over there. Yeah. it is gonna save itself and we allowed it to do it or yeah. something the camera slowly pulls out to space as the tendrils of holy envelop the entire planet and create kind of a circle as they converge on the spot where the meteor is going to hit. Yeah, and they like come up and like grab it, almost like pushing it away. And as the meteor touches it, it forms like this image of a gigantic eyeball. Like the whole <laughs> planet is one big eye. Now it's a big eyeball. And as Meteor is repelled... There's like a huge white flash. And we see a quick image of Aeris's face. Yeah, the very first image from the game of her, like with the green stuff floating around her. Oh. Mm -hmm. And then we go to credits. What?! <laughs> Whoa, these are like <laughs> the credits for like a Terminator movie. I know. 
Wow. It's great. The Earth is saved. The meteor gets rejected. Everybody, there's nothing else to wrap up. The story was complete, yeah. even with the Zack thing, and, and then they just drop the credits on. They just end. Yeah. It just it just ends. Wow. I, that game had everything. It really had every everything. emotion that a human being can Good feel. Good and bad. Good and bad. Every mechanic the PlayStation One was capable of. Yep. <laughs> yep. Based on a story by. Sakaguchi. I would feel very different if we had just come and done this instead of doing the thing in this moment. Mm -hmm. But I still feel like what an experience. Yeah, me too. But yeah, disc three, if you just like get on and go and do the final dungeon and that's it, like is this what like is the correct structure for the game. Yeah. There's gotta be a hell of a lot of people who've made this game, huh? Yeah. The staff has ballooned since Final Fantasy 1. <laughs> yeah, that's true. God damn. Oh, anime torts. They spelled it anime torts. <laughs> they have more than one programmer now. They even just have a guy who's a planner. <laughs> they didn't have that before. Chocobo race section. Fuck you, Keitaro Hadachi. He programmed the whole thing. Condor War section. Wait, three people did the whole Chocobo race yeah. section. <laughs> That's still like... It's like they got a bunch of four-person teams. Yeah, and put part. them together. <laughs> the submarine chase section was these three people. Still by today's standards, it's pretty, pretty yeah, bare-bones team is. for it, a game this size. Yes, it is. The highway and roller coaster section. <laughs> wow, it's so compartmentalized. These no wonder every part <laughs> is completely fucking different <laughs> by these three other people. You got teams of three doing huge chunks of the game, and then you just stitch them all together. That's what it felt like. <laughs> the real heroes are the monster animals. Yeah, yeah. A lot more people on that team than the. Uh, Chocobo racing team. Yeah, but like how many monsters per person? <laughs> <laughs> You're right, it might turn out to not be more people. The Sephiroth Choir. Mm -hmm. You gotta graduate from high school. Here we go, yeah. Wow, we've beaten Final Fantasy VII. We did. We beat the fuck out of it. It beat the shit out of us too. It, I feel bruised. <laughs> I love how bare bones the font and scroll of this is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the publicity producers made their names. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, five hundred years, years later. later. Oh my god. <laughs> Is this the beginning of Final Fantasy VIII? No. Oh yeah, the post-credits scene. It starts off like flying in the clouds and it like slowly comes down and Red is galloping along a mountainside. With like two little kitten Reds. Oh shit. So Red found another cat. Tail? 
is on oh, fire. He's still alive because they live forever. Oh, when he was he was like I'm only 43. That right. makes me like a toddler. Right. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh my god, this is cool. Is he gonna like pass, pass on, on the, the knowledge? He's gonna stand next to where his dad's stone thing is. Yeah, it would be like this is your grandfather. He was not a coward. Or he'll just. They reach the edge of a cliff, and it's like a like a Lion King moment. Yeah, I think this is actually, it's at least similar to the cliff where Cloud is left outside of Midgar. Oh, I think it is the cliff. Yeah, I, I think it Holy might be. Holy shit, I didn't realize that. What, this is, so the camera pulls back. Yeah, and he like roars at the sky, a la Lion King, and you're looking over the ruins of Midgar. Earth has regained itself and... Mm-hmm. Midgar is like a big jungle. You can see some metal structures around, but it's like been completely overgrown. This kind of implies that like all life was destroyed. Well, that's you know. the thing is we don't know if humanity made it or was deemed worthy of surviving. You know, like that question isn't answered in this well, game. It's as though no human beings were in Midgar for the last 200 years years it, this it at least suggests that the humans who were left completely abandoned whatever way of life they were leading you know like yeah. Midgar and Shinra seem to be gone but even if all humans are gone wouldn't the world just be better with big awesome cat dogs and like some birds well that is like one of the that's it that that they definitely float that idea in this game <laughs> oh dude oh my god <laughs> Midgar's a green beautiful wonderland <laughs> I'm gonna cry. That's amazing. <laughs> the world gets to return to like proper order and like the machinery is go oh my. Boom. Final Fantasy VII. So they all lived. They must have. Out there the rest of their lives. It's red as. Yeah. It ends on the laughter of children. That's so wonderful. <laughs> That's so great! That's fucking amazing. Hit us with the end. And now we're in space. We're back in space. Maybe it might just end on this and not have the words the end. Man, the idea- those birds flying over Midgar yeah. and it being this, like, retaken land. Maybe it just does this. I mean, do we take a picture in front of this? I guess, yeah. <laughs> it's just like a screensaver star field. Yeah. There's it, no the end. So we end up taking a picture that just looks like us in front of a black TV. <laughs> yeah, because the <laughs> camera can't pick that up. Hey, be careful. <clears throat> oh, man. If I press anything, nothing happens. Four games complete. Yeah. How do you feel? Good. I'm going to turn it off. We fucking did it. <clears throat> Phone. Yeah, that was uh, the craziest video game experience I think I've ever had. Me too. Jesus Christ. Like, say what you will about how good of an experience it was overall and in various points, but like, it's that definitely was the craziest video thing, game yeah. experience I've ever had. Yeah, I agree. So as always, on to the year-long process. Yep. But that'll be next week. For now, we end. Mm-hmm. Good night, everybody. And that's season four. There you have it. Final no one can know about Final this. Fantasy VII. Final Fantasy VII is done. And now no one can say we didn't do it. 
nobody can say that. No. Not that anybody was, like, coming at us and saying that. Well, we just wouldn't know if they were, you know. That's true. But, but now, now we're prepared. And if they were, we don't even have to worry about it anymore. So we, we have we have the shield on us. Yeah. Wow. Uh, first, let's quick talk about this ending. Cause yeah. No, yeah. I The final dungeon is really weird. Mm-hmm. And uh, before we even get into the ending. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I just had this feeling watching it again. I was like, it's like they took the inverse design of four, which is to give you a big dungeon and to explore all of the parts. And right. in this, they give you a big dungeon and tell you, don't explore this. They right. just basically funnel you through. Because in four, there was all those offshoots and mm-hmm. little like secret areas to go in the process of exploring a dungeon like normal. There were bosses for like Ogopogo and it was all exactly, for yeah, all these final weapons that were really good. And yeah, this, yeah, was surprisingly abrupt. The a dungeon really itself. weird dungeon design. I just had to comment on it one more time because as we were watching it, I was just going like, this is so bizarre. It's well, because like, effectively, it's like a, even if we were leveled appropriately for it when yeah, we landed I for it, it, been that hard. it wouldn't have been that hard. And it really would have felt as you put in disc three if we had just gone and done that mm-hmm. while I think that, like, if you look at the story of FF7 as a whole, it only makes sense to go do that and finish. Mm-hmm. The fact that there's a third disc is this weird, you well, know. Well, yeah, I mean, that whole thing is, like. Puts your uh, kind of structure into your head that, like, you d- wouldn't expect. And the fact that, like, you could do the entire dungeon and Ruby Weapon and that other cutscene all in this episode. I mean, it's a long episode. Mm-hmm. This episode is. Oh, yeah, no, I remember. Probably like, our longest. I mean, structurally, the way that we play this like the ending is felt so anticlimactic and inevitable you know yeah, like we were yeah. so, it's like we had been through so much and we're so powerful well it's like the real climax was last episode yeah finally beating, beating emerald emerald weapon, weapon. Yeah. and then this is like the resolution you know like this is you know mm-hmm. but look at you know going back we didn't spend any time on the boss fights at the end but yeah. there's like a cool structure i think there where you fight like <laughs> sephiroth the like Genova mad science monster monster yep. and then you fight Sephiroth like the god yep. and then you fight Sephiroth the man the, man. Like the final piece of yeah. like cloud clouds like final you like fight clouds memory of Sephiroth almost yeah. at the very end <laughs> and that's the whole thing from the beginning with cloud too is like can I beat you can't Sephiroth? get over the can memory of like his idol or whatever. as cool as this guy yeah sword versus sword dueling swords cool you know, feather crystal sword versus long thin sword. Long thin sword. He's still got the same sword. Yeah, he should have been upgraded. He should have upgraded. Game, you know, like, <laughs> and maybe he would have <laughs> had a, a shot. Dummy. But then, like, the story ending. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. I mean, I feel like that moment where Red and the gang are like, wait, I think Holy's not working. Oh, it actually is, is not a necessary beat no, to have. No, it's like the an climax. artificial. They wanted you to feel like maybe it wasn't going to go through, but then it does, but it comes so quickly quickly and is solved so immediately through no action of their own. Exactly. (laughs) They're acting like they're going to do something, Mm -hmm. that they have to do something to fix Midgar. Yeah, but they don't. don't. But I mean, yeah, I like that they leave it ambiguous, too. Like, they show you enough to go, like, we completed our task, Mm -hmm. we unleashed Holy, and now we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, how do you feel about there being no, I mean, you kind of just said, but, like, a, a little bit more about, like, there's no metal ceremony where you become the king at the end, you know. Oh, man, I actually, I 
really like it. Like, the more I've thought about it, the more I love that it doesn't wrap everything up. Yeah, it's not like Cloud and Tifa waving to the Midgar people and, you know, exactly, as like they yeah. are being honored by the new good. Do we see Rufus now yeah, in charge like, of Shinra going like, I'm going to do my best so well, for all the people. Rufus is dead. Or not Rufus, I mean um, Reeve. Reeve, yeah. You yeah. see Reeve. It, Reeve is in charge of Shinra. Yeah. yeah, that resolution. You know that had to have been on the table. That had to be what like is going to happen. But then for the story itself, it's like almost better to leave it open because right. it leaves the question of is the world better or with or without humanity? You know, like that's mm. still on the table as as a philosophical quandary that the game presents, I think. Yeah. You know, we did a good job and saved everybody, but like the planet might... I just I think it ends well. I love that you get to see that at least Red lived. Yeah, and they imply that like humanity is around because you hear the laughing kids, so you get some idea. You're that, right. Like, the laughing happened. kids would indicate mm-hmm. that humanity is probably around. Yeah, I like it. I think it's hard to nail like a sort of ambiguous ending. Yeah, and I think they did. The game as a whole is remarkably, unbelievably well structured, mm-hmm. which I never would have expected going into this game. It pretty much all tracks. Like there's a lot of little things that don't track. Well, and like, so much of that is due to like, you can barely understand what they're trying to say to you. That's you know? true. Like the, some the, of the, the dialogue, translation yeah. is a lot of it can be tra- chalked up to the translation. A lot of it can be chalked up though to just, they didn't make every part of the story connect. And it, Yeah, they didn't sometimes. You know, the whole North Coral and Coral things, <laughs> like those things ultimately don't matter because when you sit here at the end of that, you think back to the whole sequence in Midgar, mm-hmm. which like, you know, I was remembering like the library puzzle, you know, oh, back in yeah. episode five, yeah. which is like crazy. To, like, it seems like a literally it was a year ago. It's like it feels like another life. I mean, yeah, just in comparison to the ones before it, too, like when I think back across the game, like it mm. feels so varied. Right. Compared to the other ones, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah. And there's a part where you like have a dolphin jump you onto a place right. and then you go marching oh through God, the streets. Mr. Dolphin. Yeah, every single... I wish Mr. Dolphin had come back. I mean, that is... Actually, yeah, Mr. Dolphin needed to come back when he went back to Junon. That would have been great. Well, I, I forgive them those little things because, yeah. yeah, the Eris moment really is as unbelievable and great, I think, as it had been hyped up to be. I agree, but then I also... There were things I didn't remember that I think are even better, like Cloud and Tifa and the live stream. Cloud and Tifa and the live stream is such a highlight because that realization, the realization that this has all made sense in a way that we didn't totally understand Mm -hmm. was truly, I think, the highlight I agree. Having all the pieces put together for you like that is is so effective. And all of that actually tracks where like, sure, other stuff around the gold saucer, you're like, what's happening with Mako reactors? around town but like this literally the soldier was cloud and then mm-hmm. the other guy was zach and he was with sephiroth and it all just tracks and makes sense and it feels great in terms of like that like sixth sense reveal yeah of like oh it all totally you slotted it this one piece of information exactly now everything makes sense i mean it's like it's sort of what we've been chasing because we started playing these because we love chrono triggers so much and we yes. were like looking for that level of like interconnectedness in a story and this is the first one i think we've played that like comes close to that it's you know? the only yeah i um, agree with that I don't um, want to spoil anything in Chrono Trigger for me. No, but I think that Chrono I think Chrono Trigger, because it also like each of the moments 
moment to moment it's so great it involves like a sort of similar twist near the end where somebody is is somebody different than you thought they were at the beginning yeah anyway it's uh, the whole it's not just that though it's like yeah not to get too yeah i don't want to get down that that rabbit hole but i just Uh, yeah i thought it was yeah but it it is the closest thing that comes in terms of like delightful characters Mm -hmm. and you know Oh, yeah, the characters in this game are all just on another level from the previous ones. I'm going to miss them. Yeah, me too. I'm really going to miss... I missed Eris after she was gone. Mm -hmm. You know, I missed doing that voice. I'm sure you all missed it. (laughs) Uh, And Barrett and Sid and Tifa and Yuffie is so delightful. Yeah, heck, even Vincent. Why not? What? Throw him in. (laughs) Kate Sith, too. Yeah, Kate Sith is great. Kate Sith I'll actually miss... Vincent Vincent was also there. Yeah, I mean, there's not real. It's, it's kind of a mystery, I guess. Do you have any final thoughts about the experience of going to a cabin for a week and playing a video game and only doing that uh, the whole time? I do, actually, which is, I think, I think it would have been smarter to just lock ourselves in your apartment for a week <laughs> and then, you know, go to a cabin and do something else. And do, like, cabin activities? Well, it's just, like, a weird feeling when you go on vacation and then you don't do anything vacation. You don't have no. a vacation. But I felt like I was in a different place. Which well, we were in a different place. We, yes, which yeah. was great. <laughs> it, was, it was fun. I'm not going to say it wasn't. I also think it's interesting <laughs> that if we had just gone to the final boss when we got onto disc three, we would have finished the entire game. Pretty much at the cabin. At the cabin, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I, I went back and I was listening over some stuff and I realized like, wow. Yeah, it was exactly a, like it would have been exactly. Because we were halfway through chocobo breeding when we left the cabin. So mm-hmm. it would be a situation where we would have beaten the entire game if we just didn't really go for the extra disc three stuff. Yep. It's funny, you know, this season has taught me why there's never really been like a 50 episode season of television. (laughs) Because like before season one was like a six episode thing and then Mm -hmm. season two was like a 13 episode season. You know, these are standard numbers. And we grew to like the old big like 26 episode Star Trek season last Mm -hmm. year. And now we went to like this other thing where this is more like a series in its own right, FF7. This is why I kind of understand why they broke it up in the remake into just Midgar and stuff, because Mm -hmm. it's like this story would, if you were to do this as a television show, would be at least five seasons. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like in our show, it was like, I started thinking about it and I started applying all these unnecessary television. I'm starting to get a little confused by what we're talking about, but keep going. (laughs) (laughs) I just was thinking about the season structurally that we put out in Mm -hmm. terms of television terms. And I was like, yeah, Midgar was like season one and then like season two. Oh, for sure. The the game chunks itself out really nicely in that way too. Like there's very distinct like pieces of it. Yeah, I feel like season two was like... We go to the Chocobo farm, and then it, like, climaxes in the Golden mm-hmm. Saucer. Yeah. And then, like, season three was, like, Cosmo Canyon through the Eris death. And then season four was, like, mm-hmm. disc two, pretty much. And then season five... I honestly think that that's just a different show at that point. For me, the the differentiation comes yeah. at the end of disc two. Yeah. Like, everything just is totally different Well, now. season five is where, like, Harry doesn't go back to school and book seven <laughs> and also where he wanders like, around in his tent yeah, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> and that's like the horrifying experience that was disc three. I mean, that's the thing. I, I, I don't want to like review it right now because everyone's just listened to us bitch about disc three and pretty much every possible complaint we yeah, have had yeah, about you, it has been you know eliminated. The deal. But I mean, yeah, I guess that takes us to like, where do we rank this? Where do we rank this? In terms of all of the games. In terms of that the four played. games. Well, the, as the list stands, it's in the first place is FF6, mm-hmm. followed by FF4, mm-hmm. followed by FF1, bringing yes. up the rear. Yeah. And I think we have a new number one. I do too. I think overall, I loved six. Six uh, yeah. was fantastic, but this just is doing a much more complex Olympic dive than I, yeah, six I really agree. was. I mean, I'd say that I think six is like a more perfect game. Like yeah. it's very well designed. I think and it's you like never the ultimate like... of an early run of yeah. Final Fantasy ideas. Although I would say if somebody had never played any of the FF games today, what would you go play? I could recommend six because it's fun from the start. Oh yeah. But this I mean, remember how fucking tough it was? Like, how many times you would be like, now we got to hit the button at the same time? Yeah, there's so much weirdness in this that, like, you should have played a Final Fantasy game before so that you're not, like, overwhelmed by, like, the stuff you should know. I don't know I would recommend to somebody just, like, blind, go in, plug in Final Fantasy VII and start. You're going to love it. Yeah, I think you should have played a different one before this. Yeah, but this one, too, like, even the optional bosses are, like, terrible. Yeah. Like, a truly awful thing. <laughs> but I we chose to do those. Like, yes. I can't, in fairness, really optional. hold that against the game itself. Mm. I can, to an extent. <laughs> but it's not enough for me to bump this below six. Right. Like, the rest of it, taken as a whole, like, the story is so good. I mean, you can hear it in our reaction, mm-hmm. you know... In the Cloud and Tifa in the live stream episode. Yeah. You know, I got the spine tinglies in this episode. It's wholly based on the story for me in this one. Because there's even holy, like... like holy? Like... Yeah. Well, W-H-O, the, the whole thing. Okay, not the... Entirely. Material. Entirely story-based is okay. this game strength. Because I even think that yeah. there's like weaknesses to the combat system mm-hmm. that... I feel like I wish it could be a little more complicated or deeper. But it is your favorite combat system out of the games that mm, we've played so far, right? You know what? I think I like combat in 6 better than I like combat really? in this one. Yeah. Uh, well, each of the characters in 6 brings something different. And so it always... what was it when we first got to grinding in this game that made you go like, I've been waiting for this? Because I have this ingrained memory the of nostalgia. spending days and just days. Just straight up the just, nostalgia. Yeah, just yeah. the nostalgia. And okay. me going like, I want to know what like, what that, you know. <laughs> so for a time, that was satisfying. I don't think the combat's bad in this, but. Well, it's a different thing where with the material you can Yeah, everyone is kind of interchangeable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it sits at number one. I, I agree. I mean, I don't think the other one's like even... Yeah, I can't even consider the other ones being better. The fact is, I still go watch people play this game. Like, I still want to (laughs) see more of this. Yeah. And the other fact is that we are going to play the remake in, like, a week or two from when you're hearing this. If Mm -hmm. you're hearing this on release... They fucking postponed the game to April 10th, so expect it then, unless there's yet another delay. Oh my god, it's like we're in the future already, Right? sucks. Isn't that, like, really weirdly, like... Months from now, yeah. And we're going to do that at twitch.tv slash nocatpodcast. Mm-hmm. So if you want to see us experience yeah. that, and we'll have the videos on demand and everything. Because we wanted a way to do that game and give mm-hmm. like our 
our version of it, but we can't edit a whole other podcast no. of that one right now. And on that subject, we can't edit a whole other podcast of doing Crisis Core, mm-hmm. but we are doing Crisis Core on the Patreon. Yeah, we're going to have unedited, a, unedited Let's Play, basically. Yeah. So if you guys want to see us reacting <laughs> to... If you're really fucking hardcore about wanting to know our opinions on these games, yeah. we're going to try to provide some we more. We have that and Advent Children... Mm -hmm. We have like a commentary watch through. Yeah, yeah. And we played Dirge of Cerberus. We did, didn't we? We we did. So go over to the Patreon right now. You can get all the extra FF7 universe stuff. The compilation. The full compilation. The NoCat compilation. It's all (laughs) available right now at patreon.com slash NoCat. Mm Mm-hmm. It's $5 for the playthroughs. It's $1 for the Advent Children commentary. All the extra stuff is there on Patreon. The FF7 remake will be on the Twitch stream regular. Mm-hmm. We're going to need your support yeah. between seasons. Yeah, so please uh, you know, pass the show around if you know people who haven't heard it and might like it. Yeah. It's always a good time to catch up on it. Yeah, you have the full 50 hours. Yeah, because it's going to take us a little time to get sorted before we can start the next season. Yeah, we're going to have to take a little break, but we've been officially renewed for season five. If you're not new to the show, that you know that's our normal thing. If you are new, then that's what has to happen. Yeah, that's just a thing that has to happen so that we can release without a break like we have this entire season, yeah. which I'm pretty proud of. I am too. Please go to the Patreon and support us. We're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. We're hard at work on this. And on that subject... Oh, fuck. Are we going to figure out what we're playing next right now? I feel like we need some fanfare for this. We should insert some kind of a drum roll. Some kind of interlude, Uh, uh, sounds of somebody chewing. (laughs) Okay, yeah. So for those who forgot, we we don't know what the next season is going to be. It's either going to be Final Fantasy 2 or Final Fantasy 8. And we're going to flip a coin to decide what our We're going to flip a coin app. I have a coin Uh, app. Before you flip it, let's... Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm I'm just getting it ready. First of all, what, what... do you want? I mean, wow. But while we were still playing it, like before we had gotten to Emerald Weapon and all that, I really wanted eight. Like, I really want to play eight. Mm-hmm. But I know that one's going to be as long as this one. <laughs> and editing this has been so crazy. <laughs> I'm split. I don't want fucking either of them, man. I don't want either of them. Two is going to be a nightmare to play. Like, it'll be shorter, but all of it's going to be crappy, Yeah, I think. And I think eight will be way more fun to play, but it will be really long. And, right. And just be, like, digging another giant hole. I don't know. And I don't think it'll be as good as seven either, so it'll be, like, really long. And, and then we're like, going to spend, as like, a year. Yeah. That's the other thing. Before I flip this, I want to say (laughs) I am now forever going to, you can phrase it however you want, be able to say, have to say, it's a part of me (laughs) that there was that year in my 30s that all I did was focus on Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. There's a full year of my life. Oh, God. In my 30s. And it's all recorded and anyone can go look it up. Fully devoted to deeply diving in and exploring this game. I often think about the possibility of like random job interviewers like looking me up and finding this and just being like, what what is this? Anyway, they probably wouldn't care. It's a fucking weird podcast. They might find, you know, they, yeah, they would be like, Oh, that's interesting. Well, they could hear He's me creative. screaming about twins. 
<laughs> shit like that. You know, in a lot of ways, this season was the magnum opus. This was like the... This is what we were aiming This is for. what we were aiming for. We knew this was the big one. I'm excited to do more. I'm very excited to do more. Well, before we flip it and see... But, but yeah, just to fully say, I would much rather play FF8, but I am so interested in the idea of doing a short season. Like... Think about FF1, which this is going to be much closer to, which came out to be six episodes. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know if, if FF2 would come out to be that short. You know, things are different now. But, like, the idea of doing a short season like that is so unbelievably alluring to me that I would rather it be two. Yeah, I think I might be leaning towards that. I really, I mean, as soon as I lean in one direction, my mind tells me I want, you know, it's like I'm so on the edge uh-huh. and I'm so kind of like just gritting my teeth going like, but we just ended this. Can't we just have this? Can't we just bask in this for a minute? But I mean, we got to get to it. We got it. We can bask in it for a minute. For a minute. Yeah, <laughs> for a minute. Anyway, before we see what's next, uh, Thank you for going on this journey of Final Fantasy VII with me, Jeff. Thank you for taking is, me to this place. <laughs> we we went somewhere, yeah. <laughs> this ha- really has been... FF7 has been just an unbelievable experience. It's quite a way to play a video game. <laughs> Rent a cabin for it's a week? It's quite a video game to play. <laughs> thank you and thank everybody seriously for coming on this journey with us. Mm-hmm. It truly has been like, I feel like a Lord of the Rings level epic adventure. It has. To put this whole thing together. It's technically 47 episodes, but it's well over 50 hours of content this season. Right. You know, probably around 60% of that is gameplay. But you know, I mean, like even two parters in like Star Trek are separate episodes. Like you watch them separately. So That's you right. could add those on as episodes. That's they what I mean. And the-, the pregame <laughs> episode, which I totally count as a real mm-hmm, episode mm-hmm. of the season. But oh, let's, God. Let, everyone's been waiting and we're just sitting over here just jacking we're, it. So yeah, let's we're fucking- <laughs> really vamping on this. We just don't want to do oh, it. God. We just, anything So head, heads is... Heads is eight. And tails is two. Tails is two. And are we doing one flip or are we doing two we out do of two three? We do two out of three. All right. Here on the podcast. <sighs> That's one for tails. Oh. oh, I'm so nervous about this. That's one for heads. Oh, fuck. Here we go. It's all about to be decided. It all comes down to this. We're playing Final Fantasy 2. Oh, God. <laughs> God, I don't even know how uh, to do the it. The thing is, is I was expecting oh. this moment to be either I would be upset or <laughs> excited, shit. but I think no oh matter God, what I'm you were... excited. I think no matter what you were about to say, I was going to have the same reaction. <laughs> <laughs> I am really excited about this. This game is going to suck. How are we even going to do this? We have to get a fan-translated emulator? Yeah, we'll probably have to emulate it. <sighs> Maybe we can get our hands on one of those like cartridges, those we special get cartridges. It. We can put it onto, a, onto an empty cart, yeah. I think it's not that hard. I think you can buy a cartridge that has basically USB in, and you can load shit onto it. Well, 
We're going to talk all about we'll it. We'll figure it out. We'll figure out how to do two. In its original form, we don't want to do the Game Boy Advance or whatever release that is. We want to... Yeah, we want to try to do it on the NES with the fan translation. It's going to almost certainly be the hardest way we can possibly do it. Yeah, too, we, sure. that's... We're not going <laughs> to... We're not going to get the re-release where they fixed everything. Yeah. Just like we didn't in season one. I know. I know. Wow, season five is going to be Final Fantasy 2. Oh. It's locked in. I can't believe it. I've well, been wondering is, that is for a year. It doesn't really matter which one is next, because let's say They're the all next season is short, then the next one is coming at, anyway. So, yeah, at the end of the next season, we're going to flip a coin again to see if we do three or eight. Or eight. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Man, we could just hit a long string of NES games. That yeah. would be terrible. Well, it's two. And well, then yeah. I'm excited I, to play, I wanna play five. five. Yeah. I am excited about that one. But two and three are going to be... They're going to be rough. Mm-hmm. Man, any final thoughts, you know, looking back at this year? Not. I'm sure I'll have more in the next time we go over it, but right now, <laughs> not really. <laughs> Yeah, we have I a just, couple more times that we're going to listen over this episode. Uh, I'll be really glad that now if I like go to a party or something and they're like, so what are you up to? I won't just like ramble about Final Fantasy 7. You're going to ramble about Final Fantasy 2. I, I guess, but it'll be different. For the past year, literally the same people have been <laughs> slowly tracking, like, so we're deep into editing Final Fantasy 7. And I know. Like, eyes roll back in their heads. Well, we have been. <laughs> I know. <laughs> for so long. Oh, shit. You know what? We still have another check-in with Daniel K. Oh, one let's go in for one last transmission. Yeah, let's let's tune the radio and see one last time what D- Daniel K from the parallel universe. What do we got? Let's do it. Alright, hello Jeff and Ryan. How's it going? I've been pretty good. It's been a week since my wedding, and it's uh Good to spend this little bit of time away from my political career. It's, uh, yeah, been pretty demanding. It's it's time for the regular weather report, isn't it? But I, I actually don't have one prepared. I think I finally figured out that no matter how many shoddy calculations and observations I make, I'm never going to really change anything. It's kind of pointless figuring out how the sun's moving. We can all see it now. It's... Every midday shining brighter and stronger over our new rat-human union. All of us toiling away in what I once thought of as the old ruins of a mid-sized Australian city. Which I now see as a new thing. Something I don't really have a word for in English. But, uh, yeah. Turns out the rats have always had a name for this special, abundant place. They, they call it E-E-E-E. So now, so do we, all their human brothers and sisters. We call it that also. Um, yeah, I think what I'm trying to say is I, I've grown up a lot since that huge rock from space exploded the Earth. I've been through some real, um, like, trials and tribulations, you know? I've been frightened for my life and pushed to my absolute limits. I had a whole bunch of spiders one time, remember that? That was fucking crazy. I made some friends along the way. I married the ruthless queen of a race of disgusting rat monsters. What I'm trying to say is, I'm not the same person I was when I started, and I'm starting to reassess things. Yeah, the truth is, Jeff and Ryan, I've come to terms with the fact that, deep down, in my heart of hearts, I know you're not really there anymore, you can't be getting this. No, there's no one hearing this. I've been streaming this up into the black sky month after month, 
with the dedication of a desperate broken man because this weather reporting thing was my very last connection to the old world the human world it's a dead world it's not here anymore my responsibilities lie with forging a new future they lie with the rat human hybrid race that i've helped to deliver into this beautiful blank new place even though the time has come for me to sever this one last connection give this final broadcast and then say goodbye Jeff and Ryan I'll always take solace in the perfect memories that I have of my role as the amateur meteorologist in your hilarious Dragon Quest podcast I'll always cherish those memories and hold them close I'm uh, I'm going to sign off now Jeff and Ryan for the last time but before I do I've prepared a final farewell with the help of the ingenious fabricators in the rat engineering department huh? hang on all right. Me, 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 me. This one's for old time's sake. <clears throat> Meteorology. The study of the atmosphere. Meteorology. It tells us when the sky will be clear And helps the farmers plant their crops And the builders know when to build And helps the wedding bride know if she should say I do Meteorology The study of the atmosphere <clears throat> Thank you, Jeff and Ryan. Alright, goodbye. Well, that was very bittersweet, I gotta say. Wow. I'm so sad I'm not going to hear any more from Daniel K of that universe, but I'm also like so, what a wonderful goodbye that was. <laughs> it's great. I mean, he's been on such a journey, you know, like mm-hmm. it's really, we've all grown and he's grown. Yeah, which kind of like in a roundabout way jogs a thought. Of oh, yeah. When we start, you know, a way that we've changed over the course of this. Yeah. We started this and we called it No One Can Know About This because we were literally so humiliated by what we were doing <laughs> that we weren't sure we even want to show anybody. Uh-huh. And now I think we're pretty proud of it. I yeah. We're pretty proud of it. Now we thing. want people to know yeah, about it. Exactly. That is a major change since the start of the show. <laughs> I want everybody to know about this. I'm really proud. I of mean, it. we're gonna keep doing the podcast, but it's almost like a conclusion. Yeah. Well, I don't. <laughs> yeah. And we set out to do this so long ago, and now we did. It's just like I remember sitting there and looking at 115 hours of audio that mm-hmm. was like laid out in one timeline. Mm-hmm. Which one funny thing to me about Final Cut Pro is like the timelines will only count up to 24 hours for some reason. So. I had to like go through and count how many days of audio stretched together it all was, and it turned out to be more than five. Well, I mean, how often you set out to do something and then do it, you know? 
But that was the thing. I was looking at that timeline and I was like, at a certain point in the future, could be a year from now, but like somewhere around then, I'm going to look back and it's all going to have been processed into this thing that is... Yeah, I guess that's the thing I'd say is like, I'm less afraid of big projects now. It's kind of like the granular process of getting through it. (laughs) I mean, could you imagine if we had started here? I don't think we would have been able to do it. I think we would have gotten discouraged and stopped and our friendship would have fallen apart and then it would have been like (laughs) wasted all that time. I think the show format would have been completely... wanted me to play Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But it didn't happen that way. Maybe it happened that way in Dan Kay's parallel universe. It could have. World. We'll have to ask him. Oh, we got one last piece of business to take care of before we go, Ryan. Let's go into the live stream and see if there's any final messages this season. One, one last time. Okay, uh, everyone, go to that door in the back of your mind that leads to nothing. Open it and just let yourself fall in. Opening the door and tripping over the threshold. Here we go. I fell, but the ground never came, and now I'm in the live stream. Yeah, it's like a sensation of falling forever, which becomes pleasant once you realize it has to be. Yeah, and, oh, I don't, wait a minute, that's not a message. Jeff, uh, Ryan, oh my God. what are you doing? Whoa. Ho- Holy shit, it's Daniel, it's Daniel K. Damn oh, right, it's me, like. it's Daniel K. Holy oh, shit. Oh, man. Real life Daniel K, what? not some fucking alternate reality Like, why haven't you been replying to my messages? Like, I've been DMing you to stop this whole goddamn time. What are you doing? Jeff handles the email account, so I... Yeah, I haven't checked. Do you mean on Twitter? Oh, shit. Twitter? Oh, my God. Yeah, no, he's been been telling telling me this. The whole alternate reality thing was his idea, too. I thought he was talking to you. I haven't never... This is Daniel K that I've never spoken with before. I had all of my dealings were with Parallel Universe Daniel K. Mm -hmm. And we all know, like, he's married to a rat queen now. And like, like, how do you? I, why weren't you like? Well, it, how do you think that feels for me to listen to? Or what if my wife heard this recording? Oh my god! How does it feel to her <laughs> to listen to her husband marry a rat queen? No, I didn't think of that. Look, all I did was I entered the live stream to check it out before the season started. There was a Daniel K in here. I thought it was you at first, and then it became clear that it wasn't you. And so he wanted to do a segment, and we we made it happen. I, yeah, I mean that checks out. But, like, did you hear that last episode? Do you think I can play a guitar? I can't play a guitar now in real life, let alone a guitar made by a rat. How painful was that to listen to? Well, anyway, it's nice to, to meet you officially, Daniel K. Yeah, you too. Yeah. Actually, this is really sweet. I'm feeling, like, less and less pissed off as the minutes go by. Well, here in the live stream, you just, just it's hard to, you know, stay angry, because, you know, you, gotta, you just confront everything, and then you go, oh, all right, I accept it. Yeah, you're right. I gotta say, the period of time I spent waiting in this formless void of just, like, feelings and energy of of, uh, of, of all the beings of the world, it kind of really put things in perspective. So, I mean, I was pretty pissed off that you were exploiting this this guy who, who lived in some other reality, which got just, like, owned by a meteorite. But um, I, I guess I probably would have done the same thing. You know, I hadn't thought about it, but that is the kind of thing that when we're asked about it in the future, it's probably just going to look worse and worse as time goes on, huh? Yeah, you should really like yeah. figure out some kind of code of ethics regarding the, mm, the spirit the radio or whatever of, you're using. Uh, of alternate reality podcasting. Yeah, yeah. So we're not coming back to this live stream well, then next se- Like, that's the idea? 
We're not well, coming back I just, here. I just think it's cool that we met fellow Let's Play podcaster in this strange void. Yeah, that's a good point. Do you guys drive? Both of you drive? Yeah. Yeah? Yep. Both got your license. What cars have you got? I, I got drive a, a Volvo. A Honda oh, cool. Civic. Oh, nice. Yeah. I like a Volvo. Is it one of those new Volvos with the weird squished back headlights? Or is it an old Volvo? It's from like 2014. Yeah, a new Volvo. Weird headlights. I mean, tail lights. I get heads and tails confused yeah, sometimes. Yeah, this... I've got an old Holden at the moment, a Holden Astra. You guys probably don't have Holdens where you are, but I wouldn't say that that's my favorite one I've ever driven. Mm. I can't really recommend the Holden Astra as a car if you're going to go out and buy one. I'd say if I had to answer this question myself, for a while I adopted my dad's Toyota Corolla. I think it was like a 2002 model. He used to be mm. a city courier, so he'd like go around Perth delivering parcels to all kinds of big corporation so he did like a million miles in that thing and it was like just oh, okay chugging along barely holding it together and then he left the country and i adopted his car and he sent me all these messages about how to look after it properly because like it had just been run to death like a horse that you've ridden across the desert and it's like barely functioning it worked without like a um the radiator didn't have a cap on it you just had to top it up every morning. And I didn't know that for, like, the first week that I was driving it. And so it was I don't think he's going to stop. I mean, what still, is this story even about? It would never like allow a, a message this time. I really, every time no, I see it, of course not. Before, I'm like, oh, I really wish I still had that Corolla. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It also, like, one day he left it out. I mean, I how do we even make him stop? I can't and, like, just hit the button. Can the we just... We've hit the... I hit the button. It's not working. It's not working, though. A fire started in the car, and so all the interior, like, got just gutted. It's not... It's not working. I'm hitting the button. I mean, is he... Is his mind keeping us here? How should I know? Alright, I'm hitting the button one more time. I'm gonna fucking break this So it just had, like, a driver's side seat. Holy shit. Oh no, I think I actually broke it. Yeah, like we went down to a wreckers, we got some... Oh man, well, you, things are getting... You, you feel that? Yeah, things are getting kind of weird in here. I, like it used to be all green and you. nice. Yeah, I don't know. Oh my god, what the fuck is, is that? Something's happening to oh, the live stream. Oh my never god. happened before. <laughs> I think we're going to have to get the hell out of here and never come back. Man, it's getting all wobbly yeah. and sticky. Oh, my God. My God. Uh, nice to meet you, though. Good luck. Oh, okay. All Wait, right. what? But I hope you don't get stuck bucks. in here. Goodbye. Jeff, Ryan, <laughs> come back. I've got more questions. And we're back. Well, that yeah. was a hell of a live stream segment. We'll have a messaging segment next season. Just email nocappodcast at gmail.com if you're interested in a message. They'll be $25 a piece, and we'll get them going for next season. Yeah, but we're never going to do that again. Nope. Well, shit. Could you guys give us a review? Yeah, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher and wherever like you think they have the best system for submitting forms. Send us an email at mm-hmm. nocappodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from people. Yeah, and uh, send us some tweets. We'll be on Twitter. We'll be on Instagram. We'll be on Facebook. We're not gone. No, we're not gone at all. In the meantime, if you haven't heard it, go listen to the bonus stuff over on Patreon. Uh, yeah, yeah. That includes a full Advent Children commentary, a full Crisis Core playthrough, and a full Dirge of Cerberus today. Go support us on Patreon, and thank you so much to all of our Patreon supporters. Uh, You've brought us it's here. It's been... It's been crazy. Yeah. 
and your support like really really means a lot it does you know it's moments like this where you know we're at the end of a season and you kind of look back and you're like wow we like started with us just in the living room going like what if we recorded this and turned into a mm-hmm. thing and now like we have a fair number of people who are supporting who are, us yeah, along for the ride yeah it's really exciting and and feels awesome also, go to Etsy and get our merch. You, we got Haley on a t-shirt and a mug. We've got the This Is a Mistake Season 1 stuff. We've got the logo shirt and mug. It's all available at Etsy.com, and that's a really great way to support the show, too. I want to give another extra special thank you to Daniel K., who we came to with an idea of, like, what if you did a weather segment, and he built it into this wonderful story with a I think a hilarious arc and just mm-hmm. the way he would create those soundscapes was like incredible to me and I just want to give a special thank you to Daniel K for putting in all that extra work to make like an 18 episode season of his own within this season yeah thanks Dan goodbye Daniel K and thank you for everything and you know, you'd think we would not, not totally suck at this by now. Like, this is fucking terrible. What are we doing? I don't know. <laughs> we always hate doing these outros. I don't know what to say about it. Oh, this will be the last one for a while. This will be the last one for a while. That's mm-hmm. a great thought. You know? And then we're we gonna should, go like, give it some dazzle. Give it some... some we should. Some, some razzle-dazzle. here we are. And, um... Oh, man. You know, we used to call the desserts next time on... And mm-hmm. enough people thought that they were actually next time ons that we changed it to calling it dessert. Yeah, I was always split on that because that was the joke that they weren't next time on. But right, but we except, said they were. Except for the season finale. Sometimes they would be, but the season finales would actually be next season ons, mm-hmm. and they would actually be previews. The rest of them were just desserts that we stole the rest of development. Bit. Have a dessert from the future. This one is a dessert that is a real taste of next season on No One Can Know About This. The fuck is that even going to sound like? We're going to find out. Yeah. (laughs) Final Fantasy II, a game that I hear universally everyone thinks is worse than the first one. Yeah, we're in for it. We got this package from David Lyons, and it includes an NES cartridge, Final Fantasy II. Version 1.03. We're in the hands of Neo Demiforce. Neo Demiforce (laughs) is our guy. In a far-off land, a long peace has ended. The Paramekian Empire has summoned Hellspawn in hopes to rule the world. Now four of Finn's youth must flee to Altea with the enemy just behind. That's way more involved than the first game. It is. Like, I've already forgotten that sitting here and doing this... This is, is going. Is it. This... This, this is, is it. We are going. That's in the car when you were like, well, I'm excited to see it. I was like, this is it. This is it. We've now seen it. This is the 30 hours ahead of us. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we walked into the wrong field. This is what the fuck you get. David's dead. We're all dead. JoJo's dead. We died. It happened. Alright. <sighs> okay. Well, oh, that's where the wizard Let's go this way this time. The thing that I could I was thinking about this morning was did the new cat on the street get together with the magic cat or not? Wait, which new the main cat. Did the main oh the main cat did she Because they to- were like they were like you know, throughout kinda <laughs> and there was that other cat that was like introducing her to the world that clearly wanted dibs. 
like he kept trying to cut in uh -huh. on, you know, oh Mr. Mistopheles. They all have a massive magic penalty of 70. Well, then, they're, then means, they're not good options. But only when actually held. What? Fuck off. Fuck off. What does that mean? I don't... I can't even understand that. What is his advice about leveling? Has he gotten there yet, or is he being a fucking pedant <laughs> and explaining percentages? I just need to know the basics of how it works. Look, you don't want to know that most advancement formulas have a starting point based on the rank of the battle minus the current level of the skill. Plus I don't give a fuck about that. This is like a game that Final Fantasy scholars like study, isn't it? Like this is like an anomaly that's unknown and frightening. This whole thing, this, this thing whole sucks. franchise started as a troll. Like that's yeah, and I it believe that. You want a nice Jewish guy? You got one. You got him. Here's a picture of him plugging in an internet cable to the back of it. <laughs> My daughter, she's dead. So the warships are going around. Haley, get the fuck Stop out of the way from being there. being under my feet Seriously. constantly today. The goddess bell. Wow, wow, I could have missed this. Yeah. I could have easily not talked to this king. Easily. Yeah, this is... This game sucks. <laughs> fuck that. I don't know, this is kind of cool. Like, Yeah, this is more up your alley, but I, I don't know. Alright, take me to the right town. Is this the right town? No. What the fuck? Do I have to take the fucking boat back to the we, like? We what the fuck, to. man? Like, what is Bosk? This fucking place. This is a place where nobody talks. When will they make dogs with hands? I mean, games back then. This is just what they did to you. All of them. Like, like suck a dick. That like, why are they? Like, how are there still video games? Is what I want. <laughs> yeah. People fucking bought this and did this over. And accepted this yeah. abuse. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Shit, he's out of MP. Fuck. God, no! no. The hornets are fleeing. They're running away. They're all running away, but you can't. Oh, Haley's come Haley, to give you some love. Haley, thank She's you. Come. She knows you feel bad. I do not. I, I want it! to see a chocobo today? No, it doesn't mean that. I well, agree. what's crazy to me is that, like, the only thing that we really have to take pride in is our fucking fast food, and our fast food is worse here than it is everywhere you know, else. we export it like, and make it better, like, or we make it worse here. I don't know what's happening. They're a country full of suckers is what we are. That's all we've ever been. The fact that... That's the legacy of the whole goddamn thing. <laughs> like, that's, that's what that... <laughs> if you want to know what kind of mood I'm in right now. <laughs> The Chocobo You're going okay, to the let desert? Me save. Let me save. Oh my god. Oh my god, a win. 
I jump off of this ledge? <laughs> Why didn't we just call it a podcast where we play whatever Final Fantasy we fucking feel like? Instead of every one? Instead of every single one. I don't know why you think buffs aren't worth it. I don't really get it. It's not I that I don't understand. think they're worth it, it's that I don't think that they're worth leveling. <laughs> but what are you talking what about? Are you be using them more! I was, tell I was advising you to use them in that box. I want out. Let me out. You know what it is about the Pizza Hut cheese, what it gets called? It does a thing I've never seen cheese do before, which is it gets, like, mealy. Some of the hornets do nothing. They take a turn to do nothing. Mm -hmm. Why can't I do nothing? I want... There's times I wish I could do nothing because I need a fight to last long so David can use his magic, but I can't do nothing! Right, but it's like the, there's global geopolitics going on. Like, all these towns are getting invaded, the empire is... Global geopolitics. Global geopolitics. Exactly, yeah. It's, it's, as opposed to the local geopolitics. <laughs> What is going- what is going on? Did we get, like, super ambushed? Like... Is that a thing? I don't know. Can you, like, get more ambushed than regular ambushed? Because at a certain point, you're surprised and then you find out they're there. I- I believe in the miracles! I believe in the miracles! I offer a prayer! A warm light reaches to me! You're a chunk. I'm a chunk. You just I'm gonna describe myself as that <laughs> on my dating profile. Just a, just a just chunky, a chunky boy. boy. <laughs> <laughs> God! She's dead too. Who wants to get his snoop booped? <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yes. And what I mean is for you to lightly touch on my nose. <laughs> This was the era. This is the Lost Levels era of, like, games that they were putting out in Japan. What do we do for the second hardcore. one? What if we just make it way harder? <laughs> yeah, and don't release it in America because they fucking don't want to have it. Our latest run of Final Fantasy playing was ending with the FF7 with the weapons, then Crisis Core and Dirge of Cerberus, and now this. God, what a fucking nightmare. Why didn't we play 8? What are we doing? It's all bad. It's the coin flip. <laughs> we did what the fates decided. You know what, maybe by the end of this podcast I'll finally be my own man. <laughs> <laughs>